Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item, backed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They yeah. had been, they had been yeah. around the block a time or two. What's the first deal they built, I bet? No, no. You know, you could, I think they were, they had, the, the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap cheapo cars and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who, who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a, in a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Vault Podcast. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast.
muted. <laughs> okay, now we're not. Now we're not. <laughs> okay, I was about to... Darian. <laughs> Darian, were you about to say the iCarly thing? Yeah, yes. I was. <laughs> what is this iCarly? That's like the third iCarly reference you've made since. Bro, I got dude, this I hadn't call. watched the show in like eight, seven years, and then all of a sudden eight, it's on Netflix. Seven, damn right. iCarly is how all this started. There was no iCarly, there'd be no NASCAR. There would be no streaming. So iCarly's well, the birth of streaming. Basically. They say YouTube wasn't going to exist until iCarly literally talked it into existence. <laughs> basically, so they did. I, I gotta, I gotta ask, um, Darian, how many, how many viewers did they have on their first episode? Bro, oh, dude, dude, they had like 300,000. I'm like, you are, get out of here. Your no, first it, episode, it, it, that is it, so... It, was, it wasn't that high. It wasn't quite that high, but it was 39,000. Oh, how okay, many, 39, 39. How many views did you guys remember getting on your first ever YouTube upload? Uh, well, oh, my like, first one did pretty well. It was like 4,000, let me, actually. Let me, oh, okay, let me check. Well, so at the moment, my first ever upload has 15, around 16,000 viewers. But like when right, it first okay. uploaded on the first day, it was like... I think I want to say 50, 51 viewers. 72,000. Well, damn. My first ever right. YouTube upload is still sitting pretty at about 200 views. It's on a channel that nobody can find. <laughs> the chat, the chat uh, loves iCarly. You, you, you say, say that. Too. They're going to go find it now, Eric. Christ. <laughs> See, Eric, even the chat loves iCarly, too. It might be private. Hey, I love iCarly. I mean, iCarly was great, man. Great. Well, I, it, no Drake it, and Josh, but it's a close second. Anyway, True. enough about iCarly. Let's talk some NASCAR, guys. Yeah, let's talk some All NASCAR. Right. Well, I, I, I say we start up talking about the Xfinity race. And, you know, Eric, you said this guy's now like your favorite driver. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to have it start with you. We're not even going to talk about the winner to start with. We're going to talk about Ty Gibbs with his 1.5 average finish so far in his Xfinity career. He's amazing. He's coming for Richard. No, no, he's he's going <laughs> to David Pearson average finish numbers before long <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ty Gibbs, man. I mean, it was a quiet day. Let's not pretend that he ran first or second all day long. He ran, no. he drove from the back up to about sixth place and hung out around fifth, sixth, eighth place pretty much the entirety of the race still for an 18-year-old's first Xfinity race at, at, uh, at Phoenix, a challenging track that he did win at the night before in the ARCA race. Now, mm -hmm. Ty Gibbs was fantastic. I think the, I guess, 13 more races he's expected to run this year, I think are going to be can't-miss races. He's proven to me that he belongs in the Xfinity series. He belongs in the top levels of NASCAR, and he's going to have a, a, a very good opportunity before long to, to, to you know, begin a superstar level career. So I'm excited about Ty Gibbs. I, I like Ty Gibbs a lot. I, I certainly don't want to uh, overlook the race winner, of course. Um, so it was, a, it was a good Xfinity race. I mean, if we can start, I forgot there was no truck race. In my head, I was ready to start talking yeah. about trucks. No, there was an there was Arca no race, though, but Ty yeah, actually yeah, yeah. won that Arca race, too. So Yeah, he won yeah. that. But, Austin Cedric, um, though, two win, first multi-win winner. Oh, no, I guess technically not. Uh, uh, ben Rhodes has two wins, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, second, second two times in the Xfinity, in Xfinity series, that is. Yeah. Some other notables too. Uh, what happened to Gregson there? I missed the beginning of the race. I saw him 39th though. He, he had some issues. He blew his motor, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Damn, just a horrible, horrible start to the 2021 season. Just it's, not all his fault, but like uh, a week after what happened in Miami, that happened to start the race. Makes yeah. you want to throw up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help <laughs> it. That's only if you win a truck race, Jared. Come on. As the UFO starts talking to me. <laughs> Austin Cedric, though, at Phoenix is really starting to become automatic. They got to go back there for the championship. If he's in the final four, he's starting to become that can't miss threat. And also Ty Gibbs, too. Like, I know he's so, only running 13 races, but I can't wait to see him full time in Xfinity well, to see what he does competing I, for the championship. I want to ask our Hendersonville native here. Uh, what did he think of a fellow Hendersonville native and the, uh, the his his take on the double bird? 
Oh man, that's uh, Josh Berry's uh, light model background coming out. That's exactly how to handle the light model tracks. Oh, but his smile, the smile, like he was like, it, it was like this non no, nonchalant. That, that is exactly what I think. That just comes straight up from his mm. light model background. That, that is exactly what you'd say going to any short track, really. It it's almost beautiful. felt like he was doing it because it was in his contract. Like he had this smile on his face, like, oh, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. I gotta <laughs> it's fit a bonus. In. It's a, I gotta in fit the in with it's the NASCAR guys here. This is what they do, apparently. <laughs> Great. I love I Fox's I, really half half ass attempt at blurring it out. They just like blurred the whole screen. I know. To try I, and, like, was like, I was like, where is it? I was like, where is it? I I liked uh, Eric. I noticed in one of your thumbnails you had it blurred out with, with your face and then Kyle Busch's face. <laughs> All the yeah. <laughs> that was great. I forgot I had those little graphics cut out. I've had them made for something completely different. Now I just use them to censor things. It's <laughs> well, I, I will say uh, full credit to, I believe it was Brad Perez that put that out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, full, credit, full credit to him on putting that out there. Because I think I put a tweet. I'm like, hey, does anyone have a picture? And then literally it like. Was there. I was like, thank you. Boom. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, no, my, my, my responses was just like 20 different ones all the way down <laughs> of the same picture or quote tweet. Um <laughs> But it was a, it was a fun race, man. Like I, I gotta say, like watching the Xfinity series more regularly now this year uh, than I I have been before. I'm like, man, I, it really is the best series. I said that I've before. I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this, man. I remember back in like 2018, 2019, was it? Like you really didn't watch it that much, and I kept telling. You, I, was I was always like, busy. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, you gotta watch it eventually, bro. I'm telling you, it keeps growing. I mean, and growing every year, it gets better and better. I'll be curious to see if, if people's excitement for it continues. Cause I have a feeling Austin Cinder is going to win 10 year, 10 races this year. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Will people get tired be. of that? Cause I think the action behind him is going to be fantastic. Personally, we know yeah, the cars race good. Yeah. Personally, I don't care. You know, if, if, if a guy is really dominant, then Hey, they deserve to be, you know, dominant. They're the fastest car. They deserve to win. But like, you know, the racing amongst the field, however, though, we're starting to see like some amazing parody, like, Freaking Brandon Brown finished third, and Fox didn't interview him. Didn't even give him a live interview. Just... Can we talk about that? Fox has been mm-hmm. bad about it. like post race coverage. I've seen some tweets and people talk about it, like we need less pre race. We don't need three hours of pre race yeah. and grid walks and stuff. We need more than three minutes of post race these days. They're always backed right. It's the three p.m. starts. I think we all know that. But it's that that's the yeah. biggest drawback to the three well, starts is the lack of well, the lack of post race. Well, in their defense, these start times really contribute to like the to like less post race content because like I feel like most races this year for either Xfinity or trucks like next on FS1 is always some no. some Big East basketball game and they're like yeah. we have to get to that as soon as we're finished here. You know, I, so. I will say in in Fox and NBC's defense on the West Coast, I mean a, a noon start you know right that we would want on the east coast or central time would be like a 9 a.m or 10 a.m that start. would be a nine yeah i, Which, I understood it especially yeah, for a west yeah. coast race like the last two weeks have been but i, I mean wait am i now the one defending 3 p.m starts here for no, no 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 <laughs> or, i mean defending it, it, new starts <laughs> also also here's the thing with west coast like yeah they get rain but nowhere near as much as the east coast mm-hmm. so. no yeah Oh wow, it's raining. It's a rarity. <laughs> As you talk about rain, it started raining more outside. It's been, it's been storming bad here in the south. Face it. For, it's starting for, to clear for, up. Uh, for anyone who watches us in Alabama, I hope y'all are okay. I've seen there was a lot yeah. of really bad storms down there today. Yeah, that um, that yeah, nothing to follow up there. I think we all echo that sentiment. Um, but there was also cup race here. Now you know, and I swear, I, I swear, I don't say this to rub it in. I'm just like saying it out of you know, talking about what was going on. I was surprised after the the race on Sunday, um, I, I was in in the, the, the media center with the pressers and all of the talk was about PJ1. 
all of it. I mean, it didn't matter who it was that was talking about it, whether it was Truex or, or anybody else that, that was going through there. And, and I kind of want to ask you guys about this. Like, is the PJ1 at this point becoming more and more of a problem than we thought it was? Because I always thought for the longest time it was just a patch, patchwork thing until we get the next-gen car. But it, from what it sounds like, like the drivers absolutely hate it right now. I, I know over the radio, I remember, especially during the Xfinity race, I heard AJ Allmendinger criticize it. I think it was maybe Allgaier or somebody else say, like, I think Allmendinger's direct quote was, dang, they butchered this track or they absolutely ruined this racetrack or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, visually, like on the sur surface level, I, I thought the racing all weekend was pretty good. Guys could still pass. Yeah, you kind of had to throw caution to the wind and slide up in front of guys left and right and cut people off. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I didn't think there was really any less pat. Like, in fact, I think there was even more lead changes in this in the Cup race than there was of any Phoenix race since 2013. So it's not like there was no passing through the field. Sounds like passing was pretty easy, but certainly it's kind of manufactured the top being the preferred groove. Which, for the longest time at Phoenix, that there really never was an obvious preferred groove. Now there is, and it's it's sort of the issue bristol had when they first went to progressive banking where it was right around the top and it was kind of hard to pass because you couldn't bump and run people you just bump them and they just bounce off the wall and stay in front of you now phoenix kind of the same thing and you had that issue when uh bowman and dylan got jacked up behind chastain it's because they know where to go they're all running yeah. the wall basically and you're kind of stuck there you only have one way to go and it's so i can see it being a difficult uh, difficult i'm sure in the race car or behind the wheel you know it you feel the the effects of the PJ one way more than us watching at home on TV really see it. But again, from the viewer's perspective, I didn't think the PJ one really affected the race negatively per se. Both lanes were equal on restarts and guys could still pass. That's all you really ask for at a flat track like Phoenix. The only things that I really noticed, I think it was especially prevalent on that final, that final restart for the Xfinity series. I saw so many guys get washed up into the wall on that final restart mostly because they were trying to more or less finesse that top grip and messed it up, went too hard right into the wall. I think that was mainly because of what they were trying to do, just keep all of the grip of the PJ1 and made it too hard to do that. As far as does it necessarily ruin the entire race, maybe not. But the only track I've really seen PJ1 work right at is honestly Bristol, mm -hmm. uh, but, which granted now it don't matter. It's Poker they're gonna put pj1 on dirt bristol uh, <laughs> that's the thing uh i don't even know if there'll be any remaining pj1 after they get rid of all the dirt it's buried in like five feet of dirt at this point and sawdust i think too isn't that the bottom yeah. there? six feet under yeah. i think this is one of these things where like visually to us fans it, it didn't really make a difference but like from the driver's perspective it was probably hell sometimes to drive on that racetrack so <laughs> I've always, I've always been thinking for the last few years, honestly, the uh, the dog leg at Phoenix, I think, is kind of unnecessary. I kind of miss when it was the old style with the grass in there to where you actually had to run the proper Phoenix line. Yeah. It. See, it's always oh. funny to me because that would always be the back stretch, and then the back stretch will always be the front stretch. Yeah. It's confusing. I mean, that that one, it, whoever they want to do, I, I do think it's it's very unique to have it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, But Phoenix just historically, I mean, I... Granted, you know, I haven't watched every single Phoenix race ever. Disclaimer here, if there was a race in 1995 that was awesome there. The first there, race there I'm was sorry. in 1988. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. if it was awesome there, I'm sorry if I get this wrong. But since I started watching, 
in 2004 and I've and went back or not 2005 and I've went back in 04, 05, you know, or 04, 03, 02 and watched those ones. I, you know, so for the past 20 years, no matter the configuration, no matter what they do with the dog leg in any sense uh, or capacity, it's never been one of those tracks. It's going to be like Martinsville where you know there's going to be passing and moving people out of the way or Bristol. It's never been like Richmond and it's heyday. It's it's been serviceable. It's been good at times, but it's just Phoenix. I I don't know like how they're gonna reconfigure it next time because it seems like they do it every five. Or Dude, six they've years. Been, how many times have they done it? Like five, six times already. It seems like now, like new three. surface, Two new surface, three. new front stretch, new back let's, stretch. Let's, let's just open up the Phoenix Road Course. It's also there, and it will be fine. I I, I just think that PJ one overall, like it's. I don't think this is a Phoenix issue, um, and I really hope they don't use it when they get the next-gen car, because if this is supposed to be the fix-all car long-term, it should it should fix this problem. I think it's yeah. just a Band-Aid for tracks that can't produce good racing with the Gen 6 car, to be completely real, um, or tracks that they want to return to their former glory um, and make them, like, beaten and banging like Bristol, which I will say it worked at Bristol. But that's that, that so far has been the only one where it's clear-cut, everyone likes it. Um... But I, I would say, like, long-term, I, I hope the PJ1 doesn't last at most places because I think that it, it it's just a crutch at this point. It was, you know, I'm, if you guys disagree, let me know. Like, Well, no, I think we need to find a long-term solution instead of using, like, the same Band-Aid, like, every few races and stuff. You know, hopefully NASCAR is, uh, it sounds like NASCAR is going down the right path, but we'll have to find oh, out. And just letting everybody know now, we'll read Super Chats at the uh, top of the hour. We have two segments for that, so we will read your Super Chats. I see some people have left them. And by the way, 360 people watching, lick that like button. We only got 93 hey, likes, man. Yeah, lick the like oh. button, y'all. Yeah, get it over 100, please. Um, but P PJ1 aside, the, the race, I, I, rated, good. I rated it at like a 6 out of 10. Uh, I, I didn't think it was bad, but it was definitely better than average. Um, but... When, when you look at the race overall and you see who won and you kind of look at it and you're like, we're getting back to a little bit of normal here. Um, so, yeah, I was just about to say that too. So, like, open up the first five races of the season with five different winners. I think now we're at the point in the schedule where we're going to start to see, you know, the usual contenders, you know, compete for wins in the next few weeks here. And, and especially this weekend at Atlanta. So, yeah, yeah, just be ready for that. Honestly, there's nothing surprising about this entire top – in this um which this was true x's first phoenix one right yep I his first so. ever yeah his first ever and also his 28th career cup series win too buying carl edwards i saw someone post yeah Good for him do a backflip we, we did in the, see in the car that cursed edwards perfect oh, I, I didn't even think about that part yeah you're yeah. right Damn, I didn't even think about that. It's messed we, up. <laughs> we we uh we did still see a few surprises. I'm looking outside of the top ten. Uh, Eric Almirola and Matt Benedetto have been struggling all season, and there they were picking up 11th and 14th in this. And, and also Eric well. Jones. Eric Jones was in the top ten back in some times. That was cool. No, the the thing that baffled me though was Bubba's pick call. That yeah. that yeah yeah. So let me <laughs> let me go. So let me explain this really quick for those who didn't watch. So the best car all day that that they've had all day they finally got it all right. year he yeah all, <laughs> all year, year basically dude he worked his way all the way from what p17 to p7 in one in, in one run i believe it was mm -hmm. awesome and then they had to pit the caution comes out and then the dingus decides to leave him out there on older tires thinking the that who? bubba was the dingus whoever's uh, running who's ever calling the shots whoever's calling the shots of that it was
was an AJ calling from his his man. mansion in Charlotte. Oh, so, I have yeah, lead some laps. Lead some laps. I haven't heard someone call someone a dingus since I was in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I said it more in this. Oh, I no. guess not. But no, anyway, but anyway, Danny, watching Danny. too much iCarly. <laughs> well, Dan, Dan, Danny was going to say something there. Sorry, I, I cut you oh, off. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's like the equivalent of uh, Chicago Bulls coach telling uh, telling uh, Michael to, to shoot it from shoot it from past half court and there's like yeah. and there's like 20 minutes left in the dude. game like, like, <laughs> like dude like what do you like like what did they think was gonna happen Bubba was clearly a second sitting duck on that restart drops all the way back from p1 to p16 and then yeah like he he caught a break with um a caution soon after but like the track position game was like key there so like there was no way he was gonna he was uh gonna drive it all the way back out front like your one opportunity at a top 10 and you blew it what the hell and he come close honestly on that race start to wrecking a few guys too he, yeah he, he, he did. did wreck cole custer <laughs> he was trying his best on the subject of cole custer i gotta ask i think it was him i can't remember if it was him for someone else he Someone crashed with like 13 laps to go. Debris went on the track, and Austin Dillon hit it. They didn't throw a caution for that. Yeah, I did notice that. I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I think all five cup races this year have not featured like a late race yellow, like with just a few laps to go, like a sprint to the finish. I don't think a race uh, has yet. Well, Daytona 500, but. No, Day- Daytona was Well, no, the Daytona Road Course. Daytona Road Course. Right? Yeah, Road Course. Yeah. But that, they had plenty of time. That, that one turned into just sort oh, of a oh, cluster. No, Daytona 500. So it, it, it can, be a single file until the end. That's can I is. can I have your permission, Darian? What? Can, can I put this picture on a shirt that says Yadingus underneath it? <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yes. Dude, yeah, just do whatever you I will, want. I will wear that on the show and if you, and uh, keep tabs on my social media all week and I'll, I'll post a link to it. Yadingus. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? For for those of for those listening right now, Eric has a bit of a green screen behind him, and now Darian's Yadingus he, face is on. Yeah, <laughs> Eric has been kind of waiting to use that since we yes. went off the air last week. Yeah, waiting. <laughs> really, really with that is a praise Dingus. <laughs> but no, um, but, but overall though, you know the race I'd say was slightly above average in my opinion. Just another one of those Phoenix deals, and like. I kind of knew in the, you know, in the very beginning, like, okay, you know, PJ won. This is going to be a track position game. And Ryan Blaney, my race win pick, I was like, yes, stage one winner. He's going to take it home. No, he fades. Like, he, he was um he was pretty competitive in stage two. But stage three, though, he just completely dropped off the face of the planet. But congrats to Truex. You big win. I had, uh, I had Bowman pick for going to suck. And at first I thought I was going to be spot on with it. But having a pretty much pretty well damaged race car, he still drove it up to 13, had a little bit higher than that at some point too. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I gotta say that that surprised me too. I I don't know if I still have the picks on me right now. I, I keep I had track. Chase. Yeah, and I had um, who would I have? Elliot, like, not El- Briscoe. No, yeah, you yeah you had <laughs> Elliot. Not yet. No, no, no Briscoe yet. I can't remember who I had. Um, but I know who I had. I think finished last because uh, well we'll talk about the pick. We'll talk about the pick points later. That's a, that's a whole other topic. Absolutely. Um, Freaking Kyle Larson, though, man. What was his deal? Speeding twice on pick. Ah, Kyle Larson. Hey, he was my pick. Yeah. <laughs> he still finished seventh, oh. though, so good job to him. But, like, what was he, like, 0.001 over miles yeah. He was over so, the tolerance. I'm, okay. I'm kind of confused about that because a few people kept going 
like even Jim Oder, I think, like, tried to say like it was forty five, so he was five point oh one. Yeah, I don't know. Technically, no. stupid. It's, 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 it's yeah, technically he was. Technically, it's forty five, but they give you a five mile an hour leeway. So of course so the teams. I, I, I hate 50. that. I think it's. I think that's so stupid that NASCAR does that. Yeah. Just if it make it fifty, then like yeah. you know everyone's yeah. gonna go fifty if hey, you get, if you give it, them a the tolerance. At least it's not like in the nineteen eighties and nineties, just zooming on to pit lane at one hundred and seventy. Well, of course. Miles yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Um. But no, that, that's that's the thing. It, it's effectively fifty. You might as well make it that. Or if it, if you want it to be fifty, then just put the tolerance up. But then they're just gonna go to that one because I think um, was it Jeff Gluck or Matt Weaver was in like a or it might, might have been Pop Pockers. It was somebody who was more credentialed than me was in a Twitter battle with different people and oh yeah, and was Landon like Castle. <laughs> Was it Landon Castle? Well, no, Landon Castle asked me oh. to put up the sign on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was Jim Utter. Uh, Jim Utter yeah. So, yeah, they were like, well, why don't they just go 45 then? And it's like, you do realize they would lose, like, a dozen positions <laughs> yeah, if they yeah. did that. You can't. You can't do like, that. It's, I think it, it's an unnecessary, I mean, they've done it forever. Don't get me wrong. I think I put out a tweet, and I was, because people were like, they need to change the pit, they need to change speeding on pit road this if it's been... with, if no, they're like, if it's within a, t- uh, a tenth or a hundredth of a mile an hour, you should be good to go. And it's like, <laughs> and, and I put out there, I'm like, y'all are getting all outraged over this stuff. You this know, is with a speeding pit, penalty. Th- this is this how is, it's uh, been since electronic scoring. It's a this black is... and white rule. That's all we ask for with NASCAR, something where there's clearly a right and a clearly a wrong. There's no, like, judgment that NASCAR's yeah. like, ooh, he was looking a little faster. Yeah. Like, no, it's just everyone knows the number. This, Don't go this over is, This is way less confusing of an issue than what we saw in the Daytona Duels earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Pretty much. I, so seeing this, another thing I want to talk about in this cup race, I saw someone just kind of bring up, what the heck happened to Cody Ware in this race? And Andrew <laughs> dude, dude, oh, hold on. So, so, so first off, Poor Anthony Alfredo. This guy was just minding his own business, and then zoom, just Cody Ware, just well, out of nowhere, just you know, kills him. I'm not going to apologize for Cody Ware here because he certainly dug himself a hole on Twitter, doubling and tripling down on what he believes happened. But mm-hmm. I, it, to be fair, we never saw a great replay of the incident. We never yeah, saw true. like a, a ghost car. Maybe Alfredo was racing him like a dick. We don't know that for sure. It certainly looked like Cody Ware just didn't turn and took himself and alfredo out and turn one but i'm not gonna jump to conclusion we'll i don't see. want, the, I don't want oh. the wrath of rick, rick ware coming after me I've, oh I've heard god uh, alfredo <laughs> alfredo surely seemed a little surprised when he got out of his car for why that happened yeah like i like his reaction he was like what uh, all right and then he just walks <laughs> i mean at first i thought something broke on the 51 but then i saw how casually he come down pit road and it looked a little weird Oh yeah, I, I was expecting more double birds. This is sus. So this is pretty sus. What's funny is, so I did not know uh, until <clears throat> until I tweeted something, being like, "Dude, like I, I basically tweeted a smart ass way of saying, dude, you, you you were the one that screwed up there. Like that's on you. That wasn't on Alfredo. Um, I did not know that there were like three Cody Ware stands that will respond to every single tweet you put <laughs> saying how wrong you are. <laughs> wow. He has stand accounts? What? There, well, there were, just, there were so many people that were like, you don't know what it's like back there. And I'm like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't. But like, I don't, but I mean, that's what it looks like, now, dude. It looks bad. The funniest part of this whole thing was, was Cody Ware's uh, tweet where he says that he was getting hung up by a lapped car. A <laughs> that, Rick Ware yeah. driver was complaining about lap traffic, which he wasn't technically wrong. I believe Alfredo was a lap down because they yeah. had yes. technical issues. But, but 
<laughs> just and in then, the context, this is funny. I never I'm, thought I'd see that on <laughs> Of all people to really rub him the wrong way, I didn't think it was going to be Denny the Liver. It poor, this poor kid. This is just a kid. The it's dude, a kid, bro. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Denny the Liver is like one of our younger fans. Yeah, and like chill. he makes us memes all the time. I DM him sometimes. He's a he's a good kid. And like he he made a joke about Rick Ware racing. And like this is another thing too. The Ware brothers like they have this thing where like if even if you like joke about the team, they like come after you and stuff. I've been on the receiving end of this before and it's just annoying. I don't, I don't know. know. Danny, what do you think? Think he was bent out of shape? Yeah, he's a little bent out of shape. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I might be more bad out of shape because he's heading to Atlanta. So, oh, and by the way, like like his whole backstory with like you know his fight with depression and stuff. Like I mean that's like a, you know a good story that he was able to overcome that and shit. But like in this instance though, it's like what are you doing, my guy? Like, like it's just I don't know. It's just bad. Like some drivers need to take a break from social media every now and yes. then. You know, it's like some and Cody Ware I think is one of them where. Just get off of Twitter and just focus on your job for a while because it's clearly not helping. Well, and yeah, and I think I think that's just a rule of thumb in general. I mean, I think at, at any different time, all four of us have done that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> last fall. Words yeah, of wisdom to to those watching: if social media pisses you off, just turn get it off. off. Just yeah. get off immediately. Or or, okay. or do what I did. Like I can't stand looking at politics anymore, so I just blocked every single political thing I see on my timeline. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. I, I, I hate to admit it, I'm like that, but every it's more when I see something about Bubba Wallace on a NASCAR page because I'm scared to look at the comments. No, I always I, I go I go straight into the comments. I'm like this. Let's see what is <laughs> what, right what's in, juicy like, today. Duck <laughs> into his pot of gold. You're yeah, like, this ain't no pot of gold. It's a pot of shit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Hey, but the you're comments... diving in nonetheless. <laughs> Head first. We're having a little too much fun here tonight. Well, yeah. episode. We I haven't even cracked open the Rowdy Energy yet that I found at an HEB near me. I didn't know they were well, in Texas. Well, we're having too much fun, so I guess you know what we should do now. We should talk about TV ratings to bring down the mood. Oh, no. <laughs> do we have to? Wait, what about the poll? Where's the poll? We'll talk about the poll in a moment. Okay, okay, okay. That's the last thing we talk about with the race. Um, the best for last, Darian. Yes. Uh, so, and this is actually really timely because Adam Stern literally a minute ago tweeted about the most watched U.S. sporting events of the weekend. I don't know why I said it so weirdly there. Um, but the cup race got a 2.3 rating with 3.857 million viewers, which was down. I don't know how much it was, but it was down considerably. Um, and then, oh, where'd it go? There it goes. Uh, well, Xfinity. You think directly compare it to last year? Because remember, yeah. the fifth race last year was yeah, that yeah, weird yeah. Darlington like, race that blew up. You know, it was close to the. Um, 2019 race but it was still down um which i believe it's let me see let me see i, I just followed this person on uh on twitter recently so i can i can say if you want okay cindy yen uh on twitter awesome analysis of tv ratings I, I i will put it in perspective here sure she uh guessed that the race at phoenix would have 3.817 million viewers it had 3.857. She was literally 40,000 off. That is insanely good. Damn. That's accurate. And one of the things, I, I let me see the chart she put. I don't have it on, on here. But one of the things that she put on here is that basically um, viewership right now for like the first four races of 2020 uh, compared, and then also 2021, is comparative to 2018 in a lot of ways. And I was looking at um, this, this chart here, and it, it is basically going in the same pattern once you take Day the Daytona 500 out is going in the same pattern as 
the 2018 season, um, which is which it's just a little bit under that. But um, uh, about the ratings from this week. I believe Xfinity was up, wasn't it? It was up again. Mm-hmm. It's always going up. Xfinity and trucks have been up most races this year, even yeah. ARCA, I think. Yeah, which I think I, I attribute that a lot of that to um, diehard fans not having practice and qualifying to tune into, and they're they're forced to watch the the lower <laughs> series, even though they're actually really damn good. So I hope this mm-hmm. keeps up for the next few that's years. That's a good. That's a good uh, hypothesis. I yeah, it's good. I, I didn't. Idea. Yeah, I didn't think about that one. Yeah. I, I I think that's what it is. I think that the cup ones being down has to do with the Daytona 500 and and Jimmy Johnson, a mix of that, um, as well as the fact that sports ratings overall are down. I, I just. I don't want to. I don't want to milk this thing too much. Of like, oh, it's 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 not as bad as we say it is. It's still bad because even even if this isn't accurate, the thing about TV ratings that I think everyone needs to remember is that sponsors look at those numbers for how much they're going to pay. Yeah. So, word to the wise. If you don't want them to move the numbers back for sponsors so that they can have more money, make more people watch the race. <laughs> Get your friends, your parents, your dog. Up. We're, we're talking why do you about have this. To move, why do you have to move the numbers? We're guys? talking about Just that come... in a moment. We're talking about that All in a right. moment. But, right. but <laughs> move it forward. <laughs> if you do do something, do that. <laughs> do do. Uh, but if. Get everybody to watch. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm 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 in a, a, a place of my own right now. Um, you're right though about the TV ratings. Like like the thing is, people like looking at a big, round, simple number that's easy to understand. And for a lot of people, even though they're, you know, it's hard to take any sort of TV rating number at face value. But that is what people still base a lot of their decision making, and they base value off of that basic round TV number. Like I saw, I got, um, you know, some added information that suggests that just in general you know besides all sports tv ratings being generally down over the last year overall tv viewership has dropped even more Mm -hmm. like it's it's always been kind of steadily decreasing people are dropping cable and stuff and moving to netflix but in the last year it is even more steeply declined Mm -hmm. you know so less people in general are watching tv but of the people that still choose to watch tv a similar percentage percentage as in previous years are watching nascar so it's not all doom and gloom but it's certainly not as you said, Jared, it's not great. I, you know, I hate dwelling on TV ratings because there's just so much more, you know, nuanced information beneath that basic number that nobody really is able to dive into. And so it just makes it difficult to talk about. I will say I'm going to be very, very interested to see how the TV ratings do look in the second half of the year. Not because they're down right now, um, but I forgot who it was I saw talking about this. I think it was Pat McAfee. But it, there was another brilliant part that I had not thought of and is 100% true, and I think all of us can be anecdotal evidence to this, is that since the pandemic has started and a lot more stuff has been going on at home, whether it's classes, work, uh, meeting with family, stuff like that, people don't have the same structure that they used to with with, Mm -hmm. with their, with their patterns. And I'm wondering that as, knock on wood, we return more towards normalcy uh, and and more of a of a pattern. Granted, things will probably never be the same again as they were in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do have to wonder if the TV ratings might have a, a late season surge, uh, or at least kind of be on par with the last couple of years instead of down five to fifteen percent every week. Uh, I, I'm really interested in that. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe it's 2022 that we have to wait for that. Maybe. I'm just I, the the part that I am concerned and why we do have to look at TV ratings is that NASCAR has said starting I believe in 2023 because I think they're waiting for the NFL to make their deal 
they're going to work on on the next TV deal for 2025 and beyond. Um, and, and that's just what I'm, I'm interested in in it because there's going to be so many different probably buyers or different people that we've already heard about. I mean, CBS is putting their toes into racing right now with the SRX. Uh, ESPN has been rumored. It's been rumored since 2019. I mean, yeah, that's been back on back and forth with those rumors. I mean, knock on wood, that doesn't happen um, based on how they've been. But if it does, you know, that, that, that's, that's in the cards. And there's also stuff about streaming. There's a lot at stake right now that can build towards those negotiations going forward. And, and that's, that's another reason, you know, sponsors and the TV networks obviously look at these. I'm just, I, like I said before, I don't want to downplay where we're at right now, but at the same time, I don't want to make it like, you know, all doom and gloom either. Like people ask like on like my videos, and I'm sure you guys have gotten this on your videos as well. Like, why do you dwell on TV ratings so much? And, you know, think of it this way. No other major sport makes, you know, consistently makes decisions that are clearly, you, you know, ch- after chasing TV ratings. Think about yeah. football, basketball, baseball. How often do you see them change something with their schedule where you're like, oh, oh like, I mean, outside of like COVID and stuff. Literally yeah. two weeks, NASCAR absolutely matched, massacred one of their best racetracks, clearly in an attempt to appease Fox and boost mm-hmm. TV ratings. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Bristol Dirt, of course. Yeah, so, yeah. In other words, no other major sport makes clear plays to try and boost TV ratings than NASCAR does. So that's why we have to talk about it because NASCAR obviously cares about them. I mean, really, if you think about it, like what we do on YouTube, you know, hate to admit it, but, you know, we have to dwell on our view counts a little bit on, you know, on what certain subjects do on videos. So same thing applies to NASCAR. They got to dwell on what their ratings are. To How dare bit. you address the problem? How dare you address the problem, guys? This sucks, <laughs> man. I really don't like strawberry lemon. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be a rowdy review, Eric. Yeah, it's been a year and it has not grown on me. <laughs> well, we do got one more thing if uh, – we got our TV ratings uh, bonanza done to talk about here still, uh, and that is Darian. What 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 are we gonna do for the last part here? The poll, the famous iceberg poll. We love it. Did you break a record this week or no? No, no. Unfortunately, we didn't. Let me let me get the numbers set up here though, so we can compare this race. Um, compared to years past, it, it, we've we've had better rated ones. I, I can just say that. Um, when it comes to positivity. Uh, when it comes to negative, we'd have worse. So we got 12,000 votes, uh, which puts it fourth all time as well as fourth this year. Uh, so there's that. And <clears throat> let me look right here. The ratings. I asked, what did you think about the 2021 Instacart 500? 6% of you thought this was a great race. 33% of you thought it was good. 53% said average. 6% said below average and 3% said bad so we had a net positivity of 39 percent which puts this race all time 62nd of 74 and ties it with the 2020 pocono doubleheader race the first one uh i should say Uh, yeah yeah. net net negative net negativity is tied for 29th place all time out of 74 i believe i said uh, with 9% net negativity, which ties it with last year's Homestead race, as well as 2019's summer race at Michigan and fall Las Vegas race. But damn, tied with Pocono, though? Damn, I'm surprised by yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and then when you when we look at all time for Phoenix races on here, uh, from what you at home voted, this race with a 39%, I believe I said yes, 39% mm. net positivity, ranks third of four for Phoenix races all time. The uh, Damn. 
the two races last year, the spring race got an 82%, and then the finale got 80%, and then the Phoenix Fall Race in 2019 got 26%. So we're much closer to that one. Uh, people wow. were not crazy about this race. Uh, but looking at some of the comments here, the first one, uh, Denny delivers. Never fails, <laughs> man. Never fails. And it said, start at Phoenix, be like. Then he has the words outside wall, and then like car, 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 all over the place. <laughs> And then you have to go way, way, way down, Brad, and an inside wall. Oh, yeah, Brad was sending it. That's right. We're probably talking about that. Brad I, they, sent it there. They screamed about that on the radio because I had to listen to the first 30 laps on the radio. And I was like, they're like, Whoa. Brad Keselowski, down to the inside wall. And I'm like, guys, it's the start. It got really low, though. That, they, they liked it. Um, yeah. Bryce Johnson here says, am I the only one who thinks average means bad without saying it's bad? Uh, <laughs> it depends on how I you mean, look at it. I mean, it's just okay. It's okay. That's what I, I think it just means it's average. It means <laughs> yeah, just says. average. <laughs> it um, is what it is. Philip Richards puts, and man, I, I hope I don't have to stop reading halfway through this thing. Cody Ware makes dumb mistake in rap, Rex lapped car. Also Co Cody Ware. Damn lapped car. Noah Gregson. <laughs> I feel ya. True X. I would never complain about a lap car. Kyle Busch, expletive. <laughs> Dude, Truex complains when you just race him, it seems like, sometimes. Like, like you want to race me? What? <laughs> uh, let's see what else we have here. I'm not going to read that one because I thought that was going to be good, but it got very inappropriate. <laughs> it got dark. Yeah, some of these comments get really dark. You got to pay attention. NASCAR Sam says, NASCAR needs to be more consistent when it comes to throwing cautions. What, um... I mean, the the, the non-caution for debris did surprise me. Because you clearly saw, I think, I forgot, who was that, it off of? It, I think it was off of Cole Custer, and it definitely hit Austin Dillon. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I love how Fox is like, nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, they, they showed that one time, like, oh, don't go back to that. Don't oh, yeah. don't go back to that. Don't go back to that, bro. <laughs> uh, let me scroll down a little more. We got, we got tons of comments. Thank you all again. Uh... I'm not going to read that one either. That one looked good. <laughs> we need to vet these comments yeah. before we go live. <laughs> That's why we don't show them on the screen anymore. Yeah, I have to read them on my phone. I wondered yeah. why, yes. Um, I Swallowed a Penny says. <laughs> and it's funny because he has a droidica from Star Wars as his profile. It makes no sense. Uh, it says, Joey Logano gets screwed on a restart and is behind or is being a Daniel Hemrick of the Cup series this season as we've lost Eric. Where is Eric? Is he being a oh is he fin oh yeah he's finished second uh, twice this season right yeah, I'm gonna yeah. drop out of Zoom call Jared let me back in a minute because y'all keep glitching on my end but I'm okay my end so I'm okay. gonna try to come back in technical difficulties but yeah he's finished second twice this season I believe so <laughs> he is becoming <laughs> this one's from 19 minutes ago Jacob Davis dingus <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome. another meme of mine now you really haven't heard of that word since uh, the eighth grade though? it's been a long really? time yeah NRF 18. Uh, says negative 18 out of 19. Irish flags matter. Says Truex is the first uh, cup champion to win this season. As here he comes back into the call. Here he comes to save the day. Uh, oh my god, it's Eric Beatson. The Andrew Meyer. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> hey, I'm back. Uh, <clears throat> Andrew Meyer says drink cactus juice. It'll quench ya. Nothing's quenchier. It's the quenchiest. Avatar fans appreciate that. Um, let's see. Let's get let's get to the bottom comment. 
Um, oh, this is my favorite part of it. Dirty D, and I saw he he went after me on Twitter, man. No, this is this is the last one. He went after me on Twitter. Right. Says Truex always wins the boring races, and I'm like, wait a minute, you went after me, and then you say that like that was that was average. I like everyone saying average. Okay, what is the last comment? Is it positive or negative? The commenter. Mm. The commenter. The commenter. Gatorade Cup Series X94. Hmm. I say negative. It's negative. It's got to be negative. A cup series. Anything with the cup series at the end, we know that's negative. I did enough negative. cup series type videos to know that it's going to be a negative one. That's going to be a negative. You kind of hinted it was a good one, Jared. Mm-hmm. Good Lord, they ruined this track. Hashtag fire Steve Phelps. PJ1 is useless. God, have they, has there, when was the last positive first comment? Uh, like a couple weeks ago, I think. Right? I like. Fish Productions, too. Uh, I can tell he went down to the bottom of it to, to get ahead of us here. <laughs> Says, uh, y'all should add angry as an option. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should add hangry. Uh, uh, but, hangry. Yeah, but yeah, so that was uh, that was the poll. And by the way, to all of you watching right now, be sure to lick that like button. We are currently knocking on the door of 500 viewers, so lick that like button, y'all. Yay! Yeah, lick the like button, and, everybody. And, wait, and, wait, and with no guests, too. Nice. And nice we, turnout. We will be reading the uh, the Super Chats, I believe, right after... Um, At the top of the hour, basically. The Super... Uh, the, uh, the lightning round. Yeah, we're there, yeah. there we go. We hit 500 on yeah. my end. Uh, nice. So, so nice job, y'all. Uh, keep telling people, and let's have some more fun as we go on to the next topic, which is another one that's probably going to be a downer for most people. NASCAR and the teams will not let moving the numbers back drop off the face of the earth. Um, Eric, start us off, man. I, 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 don't, I personally, you know, between you and I and the rest of the world and us. It's I, just I, you and me gonna, here, Jerry. You can yeah, say whatever yeah. you want. But. Now we can talk bad about them. No, um... <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to happen as much as I don't want it to and as much as I'm going to have an awe about so it. so lame. But, but, but Eric, start us off, man. What, what Look, are your thoughts? My thing is I just want the number to be large and I don't want it to be warped by the wheel well or defenders or anything like that. If they can just – if they slide it back a foot and, uh, and check my two my two very easy-to-check boxes, right. I'll be honest, I don't care. I'm fine with it. Like that, mm-hmm. I, it, it is what it is. I, I'm kind of excited to see – think about all the – I've joked about this before on the show, but when I turn open my Twitter feed, I feel like more I see more fake paint schemes than I see real paint schemes. There are a ton of impressive designers out there mm-hmm. that are making really impressive paint schemes, really, really creative. So I'm confident that teams will be able to do something pretty cool with a lot of with with this slightly altered format, if you will. So again, as long as they keep the numbers big and and are not distorted, if they slide it back or forward. I'm, I'm fine with it. Again, as we've talked about on the show before, it, it, that doesn't solve the overarching problem mm-hmm. NASCAR has facing sponsorship, but I don't think yeah, NASCAR fans are so damn stubborn, man. Like I, I get sometimes, the sometimes, complaints, yeah. but this is probably the most. Yeah. Now, if they put the numbers on the quarter panel or in the rear windows, if they do something like that, okay, I might be with you. I might lead the, 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 the angry mob a little bit, but sliding them over to the side, it's just, Man, I, I don't know. I, 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 the outrage, think, I, I can't always tell if people are, are like memeing or joking when, they, when they're outraged on Yeah, it's kind of Moonhead, man. Moonhead. <laughs> I can't always tell if people are serious or not because it Perfect. just doesn't seem I, like it should be that serious. I will, my, my problem is this. This shows two major problems, in my opinion. One, NASCAR, like in long, long grand scheme of things, this isn't going to change the racing. But this, this like I said, it, it's just 
doesn't change anything when it comes to attracting sponsors. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not sitting there being like, man, like, I'm looking at this, this uh, Mark Martin car here. I'm like, man, that Viagra logo is just a little bit bigger. It needs more space. Yeah. I'm like, man, now now I know that in 50 <laughs> years, I'm going to use Viagra. Like, are you saying? Are, are you saying? Are you saying you want to make you want to make Viagra much bigger? <laughs> I just look at a car like this from a couple yes. from last year. Look at all that wasted space. Like I, that's where I come from. If they want to slide this twenty okay. over to about yeah. here and avoid yeah. hitting this wheel well and getting warped, and then they can put a full so, logo there. The problem is there's so many it. cars these days that do not take advantage of the same. As much as I love that Bubba Wallace McDonald's car this week, they ran into the same problem. There is, they should could have put I, way more stuff right here. And they I, had I, will, I will say, you know, looking at Truex's car from this weekend, they've been doing a better job by putting the, what is it? The, is it Rise or is that how you say it? They've been putting that logo right there. Yes. Yeah. And it looks really good. They're, they're taking advantage of that space. I just wish mm -hmm. they left it alone, to be honest with you. I, I just, like, I, I just, but so, I, I, I get why they're doing it, but I mean, I just like, don't think it's a long-term fix. Either, either do what Gibbs is doing and put a sponsor there or make a design that's so intricate, like the 48, where you don't need anything there. So yeah. my, my like going, going back to what I was saying before, NASCAR right now, has a problem of attracting sponsors and they think that more spot and i think that them and the rta i mean i think it's more of an rta thing to be completely real um but nascar is not doing any pushback on it uh they, they think that having more space there is going to attract sponsors maybe it will the first couple years maybe it will the the problem is is that it doesn't change up oh, there goes darian uh it doesn't change the the major problem is that for the last 15 years we've been losing sponsors left and right. Um, I personally, and this is something that's going to sound alien and foreign and probably more out there than putting the numbers back more. I think that the goal should be is to make it cost effective so that sponsors aren't a, nece aren't a necessity for every square inch of the car. You know, like I would love to see NASCAR, and this is just in fairy tale land because this is never going to happen. But I would love to see NASCAR get to the point where you can have a car out there without a sponsor and design it to look good without a sponsor, and it's not going to end a team season. Where Orion Priest doesn't have to make the playoffs uh, to, to run the whole season because he only has 24 sponsored races that allow him to race. That, that is, I think that's what NASCAR should be going for. But the big one, the big one, and I, I, I will not move back at all on this stance is that this isn't once again where nascar's fans clearly tell them what they want clearly there is a clear well well it's not even that it's just that there's a clear overall agreement amongst a majority of the fans yes there's there's a large portion that are fine moving it and they don't listen but the thing is they go off the data of the nascar fan council and oh. they can and they can word surveys however they want it to make it to fit their yeah. to fit their little narrative like hey well, they, we want change no, but God. i'm not even talking about that even like just that aside you can clearly see you i mean i tweeted yeah, something out about it i tweeted something out about it and again this is all anecdotal so this could all be proven to be not not matter um but i will say i, I tweeted something out about it and like every other comment was tagging steve phelps and steve o'donnell and it's like they're seeing it like they're probably getting lit up on it the the thing that really sold me though that this is going to happen 
is that they had guys like Kenny Wallace and Dale Jr. and all <laughs> Kiss, of the media people come kissing out. Kissing ass. Well, no, and these, who, who had also originally like talked bad about it. Yeah, and, yeah. and they came out and all this stuff about it, and like they were like. Like I saw Dale Jr.'s Instagram story. It was like twenty different old <laughs> old style ones, and it was like number looks good here, looks good here. My sister drove it with this here, and I'm just like, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, like y'all put this like they couldn't even coordinate this to put it out at different times. These people put this stuff out all at the same time within the same Bro. hour. I'm like, Bro, I, I see I what say, you're doing. I will say what amazes me is that this number plays. It's actually really common in the world of like. Dirt late models. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pay attention to a little bit of stuff happening in Bristol this week. It's really common and it looks so good on them. But then, like, you look at how it was executed last year. Like, I was looking at the uh, latest wave of NASCAR Phoenix and Kyle Busch's car. So horrible how small that mm -hmm. number was. And then Truex's car was ugly. I didn't like Austin Dillon's. So, I I have some here. Um, it might take a minute to, to pop up for you guys if you have the 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 show on uh on your phones or something but i want to put it up here so I, I i can't remember what i can't know i don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name i apologize uh if he sees this it's like i think bozy like something uh, he, yeah he, he's a journalist yeah he's a, he's a Boozy. really he's a really good journalist and he he, he got and, designs like that na like that nascar plans it with it he, he does uh he does some journalism i think he also works and an IMSA pit crew. Okay, okay. Then that, that makes more sense why he has so much, you know, insider knowledge with all of it. Um, but he put this, and I, I decided to do a little, like, two-minute mock-up before the show and, and, and have it set up. Um, so I'm going to have it on the screen right now over us. Um, this is what NASCAR, from what it sounds like, well, that, that's not the right one. Well, yeah. <laughs> what did you just put up on screen? It, oh, no. yeah, the picture. This is what NASCAR kind of wants. Like, a, a bit of a smaller number here. Like, the, it's like the eight with the bud. Um, and the sponsor to be really big. I personally don't like it being up on the wheel well, being a lot smaller than the number would actually be. Um, I will say, though, Man. when you look at the next-gen car here, the, 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 the thing about it that people need to realize is, like, the, the driver window is going to be longer. So you can move it back without it looking bad. And, yeah. and and you can still have space for sponsors. Um, it, it, it's going to definitely be a much different car. It looks like a smaller car. I, I don't. I, I think they said it's like if it is, it's like minuscule. Oh yeah, like Bubba Wallace was testing all day at um, at Richmond today, and yeah, I I forgot it is a lot smaller than the Gen so Six I'm, car. I'm looking at what you put up. I, I don't know if it was if you've changed it, but the first thing you put up because now the yeah, it's the up. same the first one. one you it's put, same one. Yeah, I, this is if they switch it to this, I'm 100 percent against it because here it, it here's my problems. The sponsor logo is slightly bigger than the number so it's yeah just, it don't match it's not exactly good. It, it, it bothers the ocd and you know a little bit and yeah. then the biggest uh, offense here though is that the eight is clearly going to be warped by that rear wheel well yes so uh but yeah screw so, that no that's so a terrible idea i i did another version of it um i like this one better it's yeah better I, did, I did another version of it which i think can actually appease both sides here um, I personally, if they moved it back like this, would be fine with it, and it's big enough for the sponsor. This is mm. my proposal for it. Um, have a, you still have the big door number, and it can be a little smaller. It's not a, a direct science. It's not really on the wheel well, and the sponsor can clearly be seen, uh, and it, it doesn't really wreck how the car looks. Now, you can probably make the top of the bud line up with the top of the eight. Again, this was just a last-minute thing I did. Um, 
Very and nicely done, Jared. Good, great Photoshop. <laughs> GG, good job. Now, Teresa is going to sue you in about 20 oh, minutes. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. If she didn't sue me for the video that has 2.3 million views, I, I think know. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> That's the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> um, but I, I think this would honestly be okay. Now, you... They can probably change the way that like a skew would be. Some of the numbers lean back, which I think would actually help moving the numbers back closer to the wheel well personally, because they would be you know they they wouldn't lean on them. Mm -hmm. This is just a, a mock up. I think that would, would be better personally. It's better, but it's still awful to me. It's just <laughs> still awful to me. I don't. I, but you know what? Hey, if they're gonna go with this, then we might as well the go with the less ugliest looking one. So that second it's, one's better. As long as it fits on the door where the driver, like look look at, the, if you can see in, in the car right here, the number, if you look directly over the number, the driver's head is right there. Yeah, yeah, if it's like that, then fine, fine, whatever. Yeah, so tag Steve Phelps and Steve O'Donnell in this image right now. Go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go. Not too late. I will say, doing a quarter panel number would be really dumb because there is not enough room. No, and no, if, no, you, no. if you- Back window. <laughs> if you, oh, dude, dude. Um, the shark fin. The back window. Put it, put it, put like a tiny number sticker on the center of the single lug nut. So it's just spinning around. <laughs> well, the original one that I did. Oh, I, I just cut Danny's head off with the, the podcast logo here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm Mike Lazowski. <laughs> Mike Lazowski. Um, I, the one I put. The crying boom meme in the, uh, the car. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, one, the one that I put when uh, this stuff first started getting talked about is I put the next gen car up. And I put an extends logo all the way across the door, <laughs> and the thirty, and then a thirty-seven uh, for Conway that's inside the E of the extends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it right. We have to have do it. Pure sponsorship, uh, sponsorship right representation. I can't speak tonight. Um, but I will say, NASCAR does as as dumb as it probably will seem, and it probably is something that's not that big of a deal long term. Um, NASCAR does need to listen to fans. Because in my opinion, um, and I know this might sound kind of negative on it, but I think it's it's truthful here, is that NASCAR is not in a position to start bargaining stuff the fans want with them. They're just not. Like, we finally stabilize. What you need to do is build before you're going to start doing stuff people don't. Yeah, like. let's let's just, um, let's get some stuff established long term, and, and think, then you can do what you want. Go ahead, Eric. I think they they've. They've built up a reputation over the last 10 or 15 years. You ask – now, to be fair, I think you could say that about just – about a fan of just about any sport. Like, oh, do you like Roger Goodell? No. Do you yeah. like uh, Rob Manfred? No. Do you like Adam Silver? Some people say yes, but a lot of people yeah, say no. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah it's, it's mixed. But so, so it's like, do you like NASCAR executives? Oh, no, NASCAR never listens to what the fans want. You know, no, 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 no. That is the basic you – know, that's the yeah. stereotype now. That's sort of just common knowledge among fan base. That's a common sentiment. So the, it's a stereotype that I think NASCAR should actively be trying to break. And mm -hmm. over the last couple of years, especially in the Phelps-O'Donnell uh, era, I do feel like they've taken – they've made efforts to do that. They've added road courses really suddenly. They're introducing mm -hmm. a completely new car. You know, They are trying to make some of those changes. Um, but then, yeah, this is a big one. This is a big it's one. Like, it's like – you're going to fall back into that trap of, oh, of course they did that. That's typical NASCAR, you know? Is it's Brian like, Frank still in charge? You know, it's going to be It's like whenever, whenever they take, like, two steps forward, they always take, like, five steps back, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. It's, or in this case, it's, like, one and then back. One and then back. Yeah, so, again, yeah. they're still where they've always been, and they're just not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so, as long as they stabilize, then fine. But, like, you got to build yourself back and, up before you. And I don't, I don't think that, that moving the numbers is going to be something that's going to, like, you know, a bunch of fans are going to stop watching as much. I'm going to. For, for that reason, for for that reason alone, 
But the thing is, is that NASCAR, I mean, when you look at a fan, any fan base of major sports leagues or even many major racing organizations, there has not really been a fan base that has watched its sport be basically overhauled multiple times the way that NASCAR fans have. And yeah. for a lot of people, that pisses them off. And I just don't want something that really, in the grand scheme of things, shouldn't shouldn't matter being that straw that does break the camel's back on it. And there goes Danny. Everyone's disappearing but me tonight. Everyone's disappearing. Now I, it's your turn, Jared. Nope, nope. I'm the host. <laughs> I can't yeah, yeah, do can. I don't have that luxury. Um, <laughs> but but I just, that that's what that's where my worry is, is that it's like you might not see it now, but you might see it in diecast sales, for instance. Like I know personally I am much more, I'm fine with the old, you know, the old school ones much more than I am mm. backward, backside numbers. I think it's easier to design those ones. It's something that's, purely a NASCAR thing. Um, so I, I just think that you got you got to be careful. And if you're going to do it, like try, try my option. Do something that's not going to be make as Make it look good. Just make it look good at least. As long as it looks good it, and appealing, then fine. But if you're going to make it like just well, cringeworthy, and then no people, way. People are ripping on the designers for not designing yeah. good cars. And I don't think that's fair, personally, because I think it's, because... A lot sponsor, it's sponsors that are, are getting involved and being like, we want it this way. We want it this way. No, yeah, you're not no. doing this right. No, the fans' anger should be disgruntled towards, you know, the, the sanctioning body and the sponsors in this case. Not the designers. The designers are just doing their jobs, you know what I mean? Like, they only have so much to work with that, like, the number is going to be. I, and then you got to plop, like, a huge sponsor on the side of the I car. Just, it's a lot. I don't like that we have, you know, and, it, and it's the name of the game right now, which hopefully we can change this. Or not we, NASCAR can change this. Uh, with the new business model moving forward, but I just I don't I've never liked the idea of corporate suits in corporate America who people who don't know a lick about racing yeah. or racing fans saying big we wigs. want this to change. It's like no, let the, if the fans like, who want are you like yeah. I get, like so people were comparing this to a single lug. That one isn't comparable mm. because a single lug as much as like I'm I will miss five or you know five lug nut pit stops. It is. It's done for a safety reason. Like there is an actual reason for this change. Yeah, I mean, you could argue the single lug nut more directly is going to affect the way co the competition actually plays out. It, but so it I, is. I would say I, I I honestly think there's you're more justified being up, upset over the single lug nut because NASCAR didn't have to make the wheels bigger on the next gen car. Well, they also made them out of aluminum to make it cheaper for the teams too. I guess that's uh, true. Because that's true. full steel wheels, I think, are more expensive. I, mm -hmm. I just. <sighs> I don't. I just don't like that something that doesn't need to be an issue has now been turned into an issue, and Pandora's box has been opened up for the yeah. fan base. And it's just funny seeing like the people who were against it for a while now over so. Hey, we love it. We're gonna post it on our Instagram story. Like Junior really posted it was like making a case for it on his Instagram story. Like what is going on here? And then like oh. On his podcast too, he was talking about it. I'm like, no. Man. I did. Th I did find that funny though. Yeah, I did find that funny. It's like, man, y'all couldn't have like, coordinated to do this like staggered. <laughs> At the same time, they're like, like no, no, the same time. Go. It's like go. all in the same hour. It's just it you was... could have at least spread it out like every couple of hours to, but like, no, nah, they were just like, no, nah, post it now. Like, yeah, that that was that was something I found funny with it. But yeah, um, it's funny. As, Hi, Danny. Welcome. As Danny, Hi. as Danny returns, I think, uh, you know, I think we've covered pretty much all we can with. With this, uh, we do have the mailbag question before we uh, we move Ooh. on. Um, if you guys are those. If you guys are down, we'll read this one off. It's not mm -hmm. all right. Let's let's do this one. Uh, it's from Blake the Man, as he said, is how it uh, how it is pronounced. It says, "Hey guys, love the show. 
and all that you guys do. I've been watching since the Alan Bestwick episode. Nice. Wow. That was a fun episode. Um, here's my question. What is your least favorite paint scheme of all time, and what is your favorite? Thanks from Blake. Thanks, man. Uh, hmm, my favorite paint scheme is is Matt Kenseth 2005 DeWalt cars. First time I saw in person, it's super clean. I love the black 17 on the yellow, you know, this this color yellow, basically. Gorgeous. Least yeah, favorite, Jim I have to think. Dale Jr.'s red Budweiser Chevrolet from, like, I know 2005 was a bad year, but, like, the way they painted it that year and it was also, like, like they would instead of black wasn't it yeah yeah something like that it was like a different shade and like i don't know just like it, it, i don't know i i love the 2005 edition of the red number eight uh, more than 2004 2004 was a way better year but yeah like that's obviously my favorite scheme the worst would probably be well at the all-star race when i saw so i saw a couple to be honest with you <laughs> those were some of the worst but no, nah, I mean, I'd say probably the worst was probably Kyle Busch's 18. I mean, I don't know. I just say I, I couldn't get down with it. This is bad. Which one? The 18. Kyle Busch's um, 18 m &Ms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The all-star race. Yeah, oh, all-star okay. race. Oh, yeah. So you but really the was on... slip back numbers because I didn't think I that mean, was that bad. Uh, I don't know. I some that was of the, one of the more average well, ones. I don't hate it, but like some of these schemes, I know like now, like some of these schemes are really going to look really ugly and then some are going to look really good. So oh, okay. gosh. we'll see. Worst, worst one for me was actually William Byron's All Star Car. That one, that one, was, oh, that one looked bad. Oh, that one looked bad. I'll give you that one. That one was pretty bad. My favorite one, ironically, is the same number. Jeff Gordon's Dupont paint scheme from 2001 until 2008 was mm. great, and it was so universal. It looked good on the Car of Tomorrow and the Gen Four. It was just great it was perfection the 2009 version was was really was really great too but that uh blue and red was iconic my favorite as much as i as much as i want to um be impartial with mine and say oh probably the eight from like oh three mine's always gonna be 2012 dale jr batman scheme getting to see him win in person was always just i mean that that moment's etched into my brain uh, I love it so much. Um, so that car right there, like if I if I if you told me you have one, like you have to paint your car one paint scheme for the rest of your life, what is it? And that and, and pick it now, and that's what you have from the age of twenty three on. I'd be like Dale Jr. Dark Knight Rises car. Um, least favorite. The Zebra Kyle Busch Interstate Batteries car, the green zebra. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Who? Didn't he win? He won in that too. I don't even know. He won a lot of races in that one, unfortunately. It's so, it's he, so also, he, also, he also flipped in that one at Daytona. That's what Why I remember it for. Who approved that? What, like, what was who, the concept? Who looked at the green lightning one that they used to have or the Bobby Labani schemes and what? You know what would be really good? A we zebra. made a zebra, but it's green. I, I, I just called the, the candy cane scheme. <laughs> you know what looked better than the, the zebra one? Uh, well, granted, the, the lightning bolt one always looked way better, but the one they had in between, where it had like the the, the metal peeling back on the hood, and you saw uh, you saw an actual mm -hmm. battery in the, on the hood. It was white, a little bit of a lightning bolt on the side. That one looked really good. And then they're like, you know what? Let's just go striping like crazy. Zebra. <laughs> We want the what zebra sound part. does a zebra make? It probably yeah. is like a horse. Like yeah. a horse? Yeah. yeah. Or actually, I think it might be, you know, honestly, it might sound like a, like a laughing. It probably barks like a dog and we just have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, did anyone else not give their least favorite? 
No, well, I, didn't it, I didn't say mine, but I, I can't help but keep coming back to the damn speedy cash car. I hate that thing so much. <laughs> Just such ugly colors, bright green and red, and those pathetic little flames that you can barely see at the back. <laughs> Disgusting paint scheme. Get your God. speedy cash. That's speedy cash. Uh, I, wait, Eric, did you say a zebra might bark? as a joke but does it actually well i just looked up zebra that sound the first thing is zebra sounds and barking <laughs> this is huge we've made a discovery folks we're on the outback now Zebras out in the savannah evolving. Evolving. <laughs> well, oh yeah it, it's it's legitimately barking i'm listening to it now it sounds like a mix of a, of a dog barking and a horse neigh. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Oh, man. How do you but, even sound like that? Uh, getting, getting back on track, I think that's about... Uh, I think that uh, if we haven't any more that we have, do we have any more? If not, I think we pretty much covered. Yeah, we've nope. got it. That's also, it. Absolutely. If, if you hear a clicking, that is the UFO trying to take off. So uh, I don't know what's up with it. <laughs> I don't know. It just keeps going, man. Is it going to DNF for this stream, perhaps? Maybe? I don't, I don't know. DNF? I'm going to move it a little back from the mic, though. But it's still on screen. Um, mm. But we're about to go to lightning round. But before we do that, we need to thank our sponsor, Lionel. Everyone, Does everyone have a, a, a die cast here that we can show off? I mm -hmm. showed mine earlier to make a point. But yes. Ooh. Craig goes, baby. Oh, I like that one. Or, even Jay. comes with his even comes with his car too. Even got his own personal car. That's what's up. Got the like old that. 2008 Grey Ghost. Um, but yes, Lionel is sponsor. Oh, hmm. um, Lionel, <laughs> I, I'm not going to drop the UFO. I swear. <laughs> uh, but Lionel is sponsoring this this segment with the lightning round. Uh, you can order your new 2021 diecasts of any of the drivers that you want on LionelRacing.com. Uh, I mean. I believe weren't they on Gregson's car last year in the in the Roval? I think I asked this before, but I, I think I, so. I, I they don't were. remember. They yeah, were. They were. Maybe. Yes. Um, and race. there's gonna be plenty of paint schemes. There might be ones with the numbers slid back. You know, who knows? You so if you want know. some of those, uh, you can get them there. Uh, but we just want to thank them uh, for supporting the NASCAR Weekly Podcast and the Out of the Groove Podcast Network, where you can watch or listen to this podcast as well as a few others that are pretty good. Um, but yeah, Darian, what 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 time is it? I, I I'm hearing something in the distance. Ooh, I gotta. Ooh, I'm hearing some noise. His mic already cut out with that. And it's the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. That was my clump of rubber. I was floating in the background. As it is actually legitimately storming pretty hard here. Now. Oh, perfect time. Yeah, I hope I hope you all are uh, stay safe. Man. Yeah, yeah, stay safe. Uh, Jared, do your thing. What's on tap? All right, we got the lightning round tonight. Let me scroll up to this baby. Here we go. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> it, it's barking. It's really oh, barking. That's oh that. It's yipping like a terrier. Yip 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 Anyway, um, this is from Jenna Fryer. Zoom interviews from motor coaches and passenger cars are no longer allowed. Thank you very much, Noah Gregson and Brad Keselowski. <laughs> <laughs> And the time Corey LaJoy called into our show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that might have been strike one. <laughs> NASCAR has hired Eric Ryan as the VP of Communications. He has previously worked at Nike, uh, NYSE. Uh, I can't remember. Is that like New York Stock Exchange? Um, uh, maybe. What's a stock market? <laughs> and and AT&T. Uh, he will report to the Chief Communications and Social uh, Social Responsibility Officer Eric Nyquist. This is according to Bob Pachris. Um, Nyquil? 
Nyquist. 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 Chase Elliott will be, uh, or has he already? Uh, what are the I Bristol think, Dirt Nationals? They they this week right now? I think they started yesterday, technically. I don't know. I saw Austin Dillon won something, I guess. He was in victory lane for some reason, but I don't know what he won. Well, Chase Elliott is uh, running or has ran in them, uh, depending nice. on when you hear this. Uh, Marcus Limonis is offering twenty grand to the best created camping world schemes. Moonhead better win, please. Lefty, oh gosh! Too. No, Moon, Moonhead with the happy camper. This this track is designed I, 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 to sweep think, the competition. I think just for the creativity, Moonhead deserves like the cheapest pull behind trailer to camp. Give him five grand, bro. Give him five grand, and he can invest it in his uh, iRacing broadcast. They're uh, awesome. Oh, Moon no. car is where it's at. And now he's back in the dark. Um, As time. I had to sneeze. I didn't want y'all to see that. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, Talladega Spring Xfinity Race be called the A or the is that AG Pro or Ag Pro 300? Uh, Probably Ag Pro. I don't know. I don't know. These names are always crazy. Yeah, it's, it's no call eight one one before you dig, but it'll do, I guess. <laughs> uh, Jessica Friesen is going to be running the Bristol Dirt Truck Race. Uh, which That's cool. Is what the or, second time? Or, the uh, second. Oh gosh! I guess she's attempting to. Run. Yeah, she's attempting to run it. She's not locked in yet, so it's the second couple that'll be racing. Well, I'm gonna uh, stay the second positive. Married couple. I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay positive. And say they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so like they're gonna attempt to be the second since Patty Mose, Mosey and um, Elton Moise? Sawyer. Yeah, Moy or Moise. Moist. Moise. Mo- Mosey. Patty Mosey, everybody. <laughs> Mosey. Okay. I thought. Wait. So it's not Mosey. How do you say her last name? Patty Moise. Moise. I don't know. Moise. In, in bad news here, NASCAR laid off 5% of their employees last week, according to Adam Stern. This was planned for a while now. Um, hopefully that they can find some uh, Yeah, jobs hopefully they can they'll... get back on their feet. Yeah, you don't want to see anyone lose jobs. Looks like Shaq and Bubba might be twe- uh, teaming up for something, uh, according to Shaq's Twitter. But then again, Shaq is doing everything. He's wrestling now, you know? Shaq's, Shaq does Yo, it all, bro. Yo, Shaq, video games, movies, wrestling. He's been to races before, dude. Shaq is hot. Shaq is ever. He's on your TV. He's the general. In your closet, man. He's the general. Better. If you need a low rate, that can. I, I, they I, all I, is safe. I swear, I saw I saw something on Twitter this week, and it made me laugh so hard. It said Shaq be doing commercials left and right like he's desperate for cash. <laughs> he wants more money. He's a smart businessman. What can I say? He's, hey, he's always in demand. Keep mm-hmm. yourself relevant. Uh, and some happy news here. Congratulations to Ryan Sieg. He tied the knot with his now wife on March 5th, according to his Instagram. So, oh, nice. That's awesome. I think they they wanted it to remain a private event. Yeah. Uh, so oh, we weren't him. invited. Couldn't do a live show from the altar. Damn. <laughs> at least Danny. At least Danny invited us to his wedding, which know, looking right? back was actually a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Whoever the next awesome. one of us is to get married, we're doing a live show at the like some, yeah, live, some live part stream. of the ceremony. <laughs> you may now kiss the bride and it's the lightning (laughs) what if it's me it's like you may kiss the bride and it's like and it's the lightning (laughs) (laughs) whoever it is like uh, doing the ceremony he's like and you may kiss the bride (laughs) and Jared get on into it um speaking of get on into it this, uh, this, this next one is very controversial for some Martinsville oh, yeah. is removing five square feet of curb grass. Are you serious? I am super I am super serial. Dude, what the hell? Twitter is so y'all are insane. Y'all are loony. It is just a patch of grass. Who cares? Oh, I, 
I will try and be devil's advocate here, but it's going to be hard. I know some people are like, I don't, I hate these parking lot tracks where there's nothing but just the pavement, but it's like, it's a racetrack. What the hell do you expect to dude, see there? Dude, and it's like a little patch. Bro, you're sitting on the straightaway. You don't, you there's, barely see it anywhere. There's literally like, only one track in the sport that has no grass in, inside of it. That's Bristol. Yeah, Not now. Like, Martinsville's well, coming Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix, I think, does. Like, doesn't. Uh, I, I don't care. Grass about, in turn three, or maybe turn one. If Martinsville said we're gonna, um, we're not selling the hot dogs anymore. Then oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's over. And yeah, that's a reason to be pissed but, off. Grass, let's settle down here. Let's relax. But uh, I, I, just, I, I don't. After really not having fans really at all last year, I don't think Martinsville can afford to not sell hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, yeah. I, if they could, if you could do special order like during the race, be, or like before the race, be like, hey, by Martinsville Sunday, can you send me like. 60 Martinsville hot dogs, so it'll be like 120 bucks. Deal. Like, bro, I for, still need to like, try one, bro. Just, just, one. For, great. Yeah. just for just for Martinsville weekend, they should somehow set it up where you can get Martinsville hot dogs door dashed. Yeah, or like, yeah, just Uber Eats, door dash, whatever. Just like set it over like to the house. I'll tell <laughs> you what, I'll tell you what, though, those things will last in your damn stomach for 20 years. Really? Oh, it's like a no okay, expiration okay. date. Dude, so like, I can just eat. I can just eat two, and I'll be good the whole day. Man, no, go. no, no. I, I'll no, tell you. You'll, you'll want to eat way more than two. I okay. I was walking around at school because I went when I was uh, t in 2015 when I was still in high school, and I came to school that next Tuesday because my parents were cool enough to let me miss the Friday before and the Monday after. And I came I came to school that Tuesday, and man, it felt like I had rocks in my stomach. God. Ooh, don't get me wrong, it was worth it, and I would go through it all again, and I will. But man, in the moment, I was like, oh! And they're like, <laughs> they're like, Jarrett, pay attention. I'm like, I can't! <laughs> it's like, Martinsville what? did this. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm both growing a tail and reenacting alien. Oh my I'm god. Being what? aware of my surroundings. Graphic, <laughs> not, not you say. All I know is NASCAR races on asphalt, concrete, dirt. We need a grass track. And I volunteer. We hate the Brickyard 400, the, the oval layout. Let's run the golf course layout at the Brickyard. <laughs> well, you know hey, what? Hey, we're if, running the road course. There you go. And if we have a and if we have a grass track, we should have Afro Man be the uh, Grand Marshal. Um, <laughs> back to the lightning round. <laughs> back to the lightning round. Um, there's a rumor spread by Bob Levine. Uh, he has said he's talked to members of Gaunt Brothers and that Ty Dillon uh, would be racing for them at Dirt Bristol. Man, there's... Mm. Dirt Bristol's getting so, like, Dude, this gonna be, I, I think it's going to be a... It's going to be, like, real... It might be a shit show. But I don't know. I don't know what to expect, man. This is... I don't know. I'm, so many I'm, different I'm, drivers. I'm really happy I'm going. Yeah. I know. Like, like now that I look back, I kind of regret... I, I should have went, but... Yeah. But I, I don't know. I wasn't sure at the time. I'm like, eh. I'm going out of town honestly, the next week. Honestly, I don't know if they're gonna do it next the next year. I don't. Yeah, know they, do yeah. We haven't yeah. heard anything yet. Yeah, we'll see. This might be a one-time deal. So you're uh, lucky, Dan. We got we just got a lot to go through. So let's let's roll through these real quick. Mm. Sonoma Raceway has announced a goal to have fans to attend races in June. Uh, and and speaking of this, another thing to, to to bring up with this, I've talked to a few people. Uh, in the media from California, and they're opening, I believe, in April to 10%, which is definitely going to go up by the summer, I would think. Um, states all across the country are, are reopening right now as vaccinations go up, so fingers crossed for Sonoma fans out there. Um, this one was weird. During the race on Sunday with about 50, 40 to go, uh, the SRX car was 
released on track <laughs> on social media. What a perfect time to release it, right? That's like one of those, we're not really your competition. I know. I know. We were talking about that. I mean, the car sounded nice. I liked it. I mean, the way it sounded. I, I just want to see a truck races. series engine with a little more horsepower. Pretty yeah, much. but hopefully, hopefully it um it uh races well on these short tracks though. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. I, I, this is funny. This actually got leaked, like in the presser on on Sunday. Um, <laughs> Auto owners <laughs> tweeted it out that he was that Truex is going to be racing for K, KBM for the truck race at Bristol Dirt, and Truex is in there. And I think I think it was Jenna Fryer that brought it up, um, and they were asking, and he's like, "What?" They spilled the beans? <laughs> He's like, man, I wanted to announce that one. Yeah, yeah, we're racing at the truck race. Kyle said I have a free truck. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it actually had been leaked sooner than that. I think I talked about this an episode or two ago because auto owners had put a, like an Instagram post out and they yeah. deleted it because, oh. because they, they, they revealed the schedule of races they'd be on the car. So they'll be on his car at Dirt Bristol Cup and Dirt Bristol Truck, and they mm. put that into what they put on Instagram, and yep. they quickly realize, oh crap! You off yourselves, you get yeah. Sometimes that yeah, you off yourself. Sometimes that's what happens. Uh, Bubba Wallace tested in the next gen car at Richmond yesterday and today. There really wasn't much that the public has learned yeah. about it, other than it, it, so, it, it sounds. It can go like around. A, <laughs> the car turns and, left. Yes, yeah. it, it, it looked like a pretty normal Richmond now, lap when now, I saw. The sound of the car, though, and David Land tweeted this, and I'd have to agree, reminds me of of um, of the IRL in the 1990s when they first started. Like, just like the sound of the car sounded a lot similar to theirs. And like at, watching older races today, I was like, yeah, I I could agree. At the short track, to me, like with what the the footage from Richmond, it sounded like an actual like muscle car that they have today. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it could, there's a ton of variations to what it sounds like, but I mean, it sounds good to me. I like it. Uh, sponsorship news here. Sirius XM will be sponsoring Christopher Bell for four races this season, according to Joe Gibbs Racing, um, which I don't think is much a surprise. Uh, nice Austin, team. Yeah. Austin Sindrick will be making his second cup start this weekend at Atlanta, as there are only 39 cars who are in the uh, entry list. To be is that like a TV thing? I don't know. Uh, Tubi will join CGR as a sponsor at Atlanta and Richmond for the number one and number 42 teams. for. So, oh, I think that is a TV thing or something. It's, it sounds like it would be. Yeah, Tubi. Tubi. Tubi! Oh, Tubi. At least it's not Quibi. We were talking about them last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Freaking dead. How much um, did they invest in there? Like $4 billion? <laughs> uh, LeBron James now technically is a NASCAR owner as he is... Uh, owning a partnership stake in Fenway Sports Group, according to Bleacher Report. So that's pretty cool. LeBron James. LeBron does, James. Bad thing is, I, I don't even think it was like trying to copy Michael or anything. I don't, I don't nah, know. it just honestly, came with I, it. I, honestly, I, I bet he, he might have even overlooked the fact he'd be owning yeah. it. Yeah. Now, now, if LeBron James somehow brings, uh, if he somehow revives uh, Roush Fenway uh, racing to their uh, early 2000s dominance, this is truly some sort of mind sim we're in. Because this is like not real, but I, I doubt it. He's like just one of the other purchases, and it, yeah. this came with it. So, um, oh crap, there it went. There it went. Now it's back. Um, NASCAR officially has suspended Brad Keselowski's crew chief Jeremy Bullins and Suarez's crew chief Travis Mack for having two loose or missing lug nuts after the Phoenix race, as according to Bob Pockris. So that's going to be something to to factor in uh, for picks later tonight. Stuart Friesen. Oh. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying I was just saying thank God for the single lug nut so I don't have to hear about 
others getting suspended for like, no because they'll just fly off the damn car yeah i basically yeah it's like yep that's bad and like oh uh, we all saw it Stuart friesen uh is making news again as he is slated to attempt to make his first career cup start at dirt bristol in the number 77 spire car uh this scored into bob pockris um overton's will be sponsoring the the three nice trucks at atlanta uh, i think a few more yeah i think a, I, I think a few more but that was the one that that broke What's an first. Overton? The grocery store? I think so. it was the one it, that sponsored it, Chicagoland. I don't know who one, it is. It's one of the wow. other uh, brands that Marcos Lemonis owns. Hold on, let me look. Ah, uh, okay. uh, damn! Well, how many how many things does this dude own? Well, while, Camping World. And well, while you do this, let's get through the last four things uh, on the lightning round tonight. Kansas will officially be the Bushy McBush Race 400, which is definitely not like the other ones I saw um, that were much more inappropriate. We'll what, just... what was your what was your uh, suggestion, Jared? What was your submission? Well, it was the one that, that I got found. you banned. No, it was the one, it was the one I found. It was the one I found. Um, okay, wait, I thought, wait. I you um, no, but what what I found though. Um, <laughs> it said what was it the Granny's Big Bush 400? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that's a 4chan one. Um, yeah. Auto Tra- Auto Trader signs a multi-year extension with Penske, according to Penske. Um, and then the last you two never here. trust him. <laughs> the, last, the, the last two here, one good, one bad. Uh, so we'll start with the good here. Congratulations to a friend of the show, Jeff Gluck, and the Glucks overall, as they have had the birth of their daughter, Kaya Rose Gluck. Uh, that's, a, that's a cute name right there. Yeah, ARG. So congratulations to the Glucks. I see that. I, I saw Jeff Gluck put a uh, Jeff put a uh, TikTok out recently, and it's that one where like TikTok. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's and on he's, TikTok. And the yeah, dude, what the hell else is on TikTok? Everyone, man. Everybody. Hey, All b- right. Before we go to the last thing of lightning round, I want to say Overton's is actually something that I should probably look into because uh, they are a boating accessory store. Hmm. Not even close to a grocery store then. Never. Oh mind. my god, yeah, my dad, my my dad just sent me because he found his old phone, and it's a picture of seventeen. No, eight. No, I would have been eighteen at this point because it was my birthday. Of eighteen-year-old me eating my first Martinsville hot dog, and I don't know why, but I look older in this picture than I do now. <laughs> Can we see the photo? Hold on, I have a dirty it's phone. So glary. You don't look older. What are you talking about? You look like Austin Cindric. You look young. You look young as crap without beard. No, 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 no. Hold on. The thing you don't don't realize because it doesn't come through the camera is that I have like a bunch of stubble on my face that doesn't show up on this camera, and I have like like Austin and I and I have I have wrinkles all over like because of eating it. I I just this looks so damn weird to see. I've I've not seen this picture in six years. Dude, when I was hot dog still in your in your guts, Jared. <laughs> it's still I turning. Saw, <laughs> I saw a picture, dude. I saw a picture of me recently from like 2018. I was so fat back then. Oh my god, what? It was crazy, dude. I was big. I was a whole lot bigger okay, in 2018 I'm, than now. I'm not small by any means. I'm not fat. I'm not small by any means, though. But I, I see a picture of me from high school when I was in high school fishing. My face was so much more round back then. Oh, yeah. The true moon head. Baby Danny. <laughs> oh. All right, let's finish this off. Uh, PSA to any podcasters out there or anyone who wants to say something stupid here. Uh, Mike Joy deserves all the respect in the damn world and has done more for the sport than most people ever will do. Yeah. So don't be a hell? dumbass and say stupid stuff about him. 
Respect yeah, like joy. This, what's this in relation to? Yeah, and, tell him, tell him, man. I mean, I know. I just want to make sure everyone else is caught. Yeah, yeah. Door tell bump. Him, the, 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 some of the wonderful people at Door Bumper Clear decide to say that uh, Mike Joy doesn't know bleep and that he's completely full of bleep and saying how he doesn't understand anything about the like rich kids getting in. And I'm like, oh, oh get well, with it, guys. Get and you know what? Much respect here. to Mike Joy. He's actually going on their show with uh, with them for that. Yeah, he's and he's gonna and he's gonna make trap. Well, no, no, he's, no, gonna, he's gonna slap them. He's gonna make them look like fools on their show. I, I don't guarantee think he will. You. Yeah, I no, think he will. I think He'll he's too professional. He's too professional. He did. He shouldn't have fallen into the trap. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But I, I, I actually listened to the clip. I don't think it was as bad as 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 it was made out to sound. It's I, I more think the they, tweeting, too. Yeah, I think yeah, the tweeting back and forth was a bit was a little obnoxious. But you know, you know, Mike Joy made the comment a couple of weeks ago, kind of a vague comment saying that there are you know kids who grew up with rich parents who need to respect the roots of the sport and you know understand that it doesn't revolve around them, et cetera, et cetera. It was clearly a, a direct shot at Noah Gregson, but he didn't oh, name yeah. him. Doorbumper Clear called him out for that, and then when. Mike Joy continued to say that, like, oh no, I was just talking about a few drivers, not no one specifically. That's when they called him yeah. full of, you know what? And uh, I'll say, Mike Joy should have called Noah Gregson out by name. He shouldn't be afraid oh, to yeah. do that. But at the same time, yeah. I think the door bumper clear guys didn't handle it well. Wow, that's that's not shocking. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the lightning round. So, Darren, do you have something you say to this part? I, I can't remember. And that'll do it for another edition of the Lightning Round. Of the Lightning Round. Weekly podcast. And now, back to the show. I'm trying to find something up uh, on here for later in the show, but I can't figure out this thing because the website is so glitchy. Uh, but next is actually Super Chat. Um, so let's get to those. Get back to that tab. People, A lot of people left a lot of Super Chats, so I thank you guys for mm. your generosity. You guys are thank you guys. freaking awesome. Um <clears throat> Oh, as, as, I, as I do that, I finally find it. Uh, so Super Chat's here. Thank you, Dislocation underscore for the twenty four ninety nine. Damn, man. Wow. Thank you. Very generous wow. tonight. Thank you. Uh, sorry I've been gone for a while. Had a shoulder, had shoulder surgery on my left shoulder again. Any Ooh. Anyway, rando question. Godzilla versus Kong, who is going to win? Also, Harvick's going to win in Atlanta. I will say um, best of luck with your recovery, man. Yeah, I know that get better. Surgeries suck. Um, so best best of luck with that, man. Uh, as for Godzilla versus Kong, Godzilla, Godzilla. You know he does I, like. Ah! That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play that. By the way, if anyone's gonna find do it, it you... again, do it again. <laughs> that needs to be a soundboard. Dude, I need to screenshot that for for uh, for my new Zoom background. <laughs> <laughs> We just, that's what he sounds like though don't he he's always like shooting fire out of his mouth and stuff and doing that ah, like i mean damn he's crazy but um yeah you're telling me that a giant monkey's gonna beat a radioactive lizard Mm-mm, bs nah. um but i can't wait i can't wait to see that man I've, I, I i've heard rumors my brother's talked to me about it that there possibly could be mecha godzilla in it so i'm pretty excited i'm i'm going full godzilla nerd here i gotta Got to get back on track. I, I, I watched the uh, the second one, uh, King of the Monsters, on my flight from Daytona, so it's uh, it's pretty good. Last thing I'll say about it, it is so cool to see these old, because I'll admit, it, Godzilla movies are cheesy. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. every Godzilla fan has to admit that. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. The old, the old ones, the new ones are a lot cooler because they can do better CGI with but, it. But... Yeah. but they still use the original sounds, and it. But that's what's so cool. Like but that's when perfect, King, though. When King Ghidorah got on screen and I heard that sound, I had chills like running down my arm, goosebumps everywhere. Same with Godzilla. Same with, same with Rodan. Same with Mothra. I'm, 
we got stuck. Yeah. What? Uh, what is I'm going a, on? <laughs> they were geeking okay. out over Godzilla. I will say, we I will are say nerds, this. Eric. Well, well, I love America. America has lost on this one when it comes to movie monsters. Japan has won, and they always mm. will be number one with Godzilla. We, whatever, we, whether it's King Kong, the Cloverfield monster, you know, I don't know, McDonald's, you know, menus. <laughs> Our monsters will never be what? as good. I. I mean, no, let's, be, what, let's be real. Uh, McDonald's has probably caused a lot more casualties in the U.S. than uh, King Kong or Godzilla ever could. Um, what is the statement? <laughs> it's basically, basically Japan has the upper hand against us when it comes to movie monsters. King no, Kong versus the Big Mac. Coming to <laughs> King Kong versus diabetes. <laughs> God, Danny. <laughs> I got Danny. Anyway, um, thank you for that good super chat. I love that. That was, that was pretty that was funny. Awesome. Uh, that's pretty now cool. Now move along. Move along. Faster. Nick, Nicholas Gray, thank you for the $5 super chat. Uh, truck race at Bristol on Friday will be a great event. Should we give the trophy now to Larson? That race is loaded with cup drivers. I, I'm not going to say anything until the checkered flag I don't flies. Think it's, I don't wait, think it's wait, cut and dry. It's not cut and dry. I don't just think. to clarify, the truck race is on Saturday, not Friday. I that, that's what they said. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, NRF18, thank you for the dollar ninety nine. Says awesome sauce is not awesome. Probably talking about PJ one. Um, Andrew Meyer, thank you for the five dollars. Says what are some what are some new twenty twenty one paint schemes that have stood out to y'all so far? For me, it's been Bowman's Ally Primary and Bubba's McDonald's car. I think those are good. Yeah, Bubba's McDonald's car. That was one of the best McDonald's steam, uh, schemes ever. And then another one. Mm, I mean, I like Bell's 20. I like the... <laughs> what, what am I missing? I'm up. The face, the face. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my eye, my one eye, ah, just like that. Yeah, I, did, I just I just. I made the face. I know, I made the face. You made, made the face. face. But yeah, but Bell's uh, 20 scheme, uh, DeWalt scheme, I like that too. I, like I agree with basically all of those. <laughs> I, I I'll be real, and I don't know why, but I I as much as I miss contingencies, I actually do like the cars that have no contingencies on them. Mm. Um, and Truex's car without a sponsor in front of the number to me, I don't know why it just looks clean. I love it. Um, I know this is kind of a carryover from last year, but it just looks so good to me. Um, so that one, uh, this one from the gun has uh, for five dollars doesn't have a comment on it, but I got a text from this person. Um, asking, how is the weather down there, Danny? Worried about you? Let's see how the weather is looking, actually. Um, <laughs> the lightning <laughs> round, part the two. The lightning round, part um, two. <laughs> we've got a strong uh, line of showers about to come in. There's no uh, lightning bolts that I can see, except for down in like Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be okay here. It looks like just a bunch of strong rain, more or less. Okay, okay. that's good. Oh man, we do have a lot of them. Uh, where, where the, where's the one I stopped off on? Uh, okay, here we are. Hunter Cooper, thank you for the $5 super chat. Says, hey, this is my first super chat. And Eric, you probably have long forgot about me, but I'm the same person that asked about Dale Jarrett, that, the Dale Jarrett diecast in 2019. Do you remember that? Do you remember <laughs> Dale Jarrett diecast in 20? 20... Do I have it? I don't know that I own a Dale Jarrett diecast. Well, I mean, well, I do. I know I have like a 164, but I don't know if I've seen it in years. Well, while we leave you in thought with that one, we'll go to the next one. Jacob Steve, thank you for that hour 99, says, I now have Wednesdays off, so no more call-offs. Nice, man. Uh, I'm, so, I'm so glad he doesn't have to miss out on a shift. Nice. Yeah. I actually kind of felt bad about that. Like, uh -huh. as, as cool as an honor, and much of an honor as it was. Mm -hmm. um, 
Bush Brothers fan for two dollars says hi. That's hi. It. Hi. Hi. Yep. Uh, yep. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ryan Moore for two dollars says, "How about those rockets, Eric?" so terrible christian woods coming back this week they're gonna that they're gonna win their next you're 20 11 games. you are 11 and 30 i think or something they've that lost 17 terrible. games in a row damn yeah and, and ever since they suck. traded boogie cousins ever since and i saw right before we went live they traded him. pj tucker so yeah <laughs> baby we're tanking hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey eric can you do me a pic- can you do me a favor yeah what can you put that picture of Darian back up Oh, yeah. so go find it. Well, while you do that, Barbara Smith, thank you for the five dollars. Says NASCAR started out as moonshiners outrunning the revenueers. Where is my cheating? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, you ready for it? I'm ready. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no! That's copyrighted. No, oh, no, yeah, it is. It's copyrighted by Toho. Oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> you didn't pick it up. You didn't pick it up. We, 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 only did, we only did like five seconds of it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool to see it after though. Um, <laughs> no, what the? Keep going, keep going. Well, see, the thing is, is I have to be on a different tab, so I can't see what you're doing until 10 minutes later. So if you do one of me, tell me. Um, uh, so here's what we got here. A few more. Urban Alvarado, thank you for the $10 super chat. Says NASCAR will only move the numbers back by point zero 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 one to the right. NASCAR fans rushes to headquarters in Daytona. <laughs> Why do we feel shaking all of a sudden? Sees crowd. Uh-oh. Uh, Ryan Moore, thank you for the $5, says the number controversy seems like Brian France all over again. Just as bad as the COD. <laughs> I, love the, I love the differences of it. Of, like, that's just, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. Burnout Network, thank you for the $10 super chat. On future schedules, do you think or do you wish that the lower series would follow the cup schedule more or less, meaning less. More, more races at the track on the weekends, but less meaning tracks, yeah. So Less. Yeah. I'd rather them go back to the the way they had it in the uh, late 90s to early 2000s. The Bush series was, you know, um, at that time was like its own identity. You know, tracks like South Boston, you know, those types of deals, Nazareth, you know, tracks that uh, the Cup Series would never visit. Myrtle Beach, too. So I hope they go back to that sort of parody in terms of the schedule. What do you guys think? No, I, I agree. He agrees. He agrees. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Danny? I'm, uh, I'm looking up copyright rules for guns. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, I'll, I'll get my take here on it. Um, I, I think I always thought this. There should be – we should split it up per month. And have one triple header per month, and then a few here or there that are like doubles, like with, whether it's truck and Xfinity, Xfinity and Cup, truck and Cup, and then yeah. like one where it's just standalone, everyone's standalone event everywhere else. Now, cost efficiency probably will have to be yeah. factored in with that, but I think if in a perfect world that'd be a nice way to to kind of even it out. Uh, we got we got three more here, so let's let's roll through these babies. Um, and thank you for the 500 people watching. Lick that like button. Lick the like button. Uh, Josh, well, hey, Josh. Thank you for the five dollars, man. It says uh, I can't follow sports without the players being individually numbered in large print. Like, what the f is a Chase Briscoe? <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it's the identity, man. Yeah. Like that's that's. I think that's just that's the a big part thing. of it. Game schemes change every week, so the number has to be recognizable these days. Yeah. And and I saw people being like, well, what about the fabulous Hudson Hornet? That wasn't on the door. And it's like, okay, so yeah, <laughs> what? Like, let's be real. Other than being having cars on a track. 
There is nothing that is like the same from 1949 of yeah. NASCAR. Like, Look at that disgusting your, quarter if, panel number. <laughs> if the Hudson Hornet is your argument for why the the door, the, why the number should change, I don't know. That's sad. That, that's a pretty bad <laughs> argument. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Hudson Hornet ran it. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> I saw somebody using Lightning McQueen as a legitimate reason for it. And I'm like, no. Hey, look at what this dude did. To, look at the roof numbers back from back in the day. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Like four different numbers. Uh, oh, we got another super chat that came in here. So let's uh, let's get these done here. Um, is it Walker Hound next? Yeah, with all the chatter of what NASCAR track should be added into the future, which ones would you not want NASCAR to add onto the schedule? Um. Uh, damn, a track, a track I don't want added on the schedule. Um, I, I don't know. There's not, not really one that comes to mind. I know a lot of tracks I want to add on the schedule, but not to add? Mm, I don't I'll be, okay, I'll add one right here because this track... Oh, I swear that this the the account to save this track is going to come after me after saying this, but uh, North, North Wilkesboro isn't coming back. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that is dead. It's been dead for years. Listen, Just accept. The, the debate has been strong over the last few weeks of, uh, oh, well, if they're going to save Nashville, why can't they save North Nashville is a freaking huge metropolitan area with an economy that can definitely support this. What in the world does North Wilkesboro have to offer right now? That's all I got to ask. They, uh, what what are true? they known for? What is North Wilkesboro known for besides the racing? That's it. Racing. Yeah, that's that's it. What's known they for. need their own hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel bad. I would love if it happens. I will eat my words right now, put it in a compilation of people saying it won't happen. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the truth it hasn't. There is a reason they restored it in iRacing and did it to the best that they could. Because I think, sadly, that's the only way the only... you get to keep it. It floods. Every, like, every time mm -hmm. the snow melts, the track floods. Like, yeah, and, and then like, I saw somebody be like, well, it used to do that before before it closed. And I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> Who cares? Like, yeah, like, that's probably one of the reasons they're like, hey, can we like, get out of here? Or like, you're, tell, you're literally bragging about not having proper filtration at a racetrack. <laughs> like, that's not a way to get your track back. Um, it did it. It did it while while I, while they were racing there. But oh, uh. like that is a, an entirely different like I don't know drainage system. That's a huge cost as it is. Then let alone everything else. And by the way, I love North Wilkesboro. I play it on all, all the time on iRacing. I stream it on. Or no, 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 not NR2003. Uh, NR, yeah, yeah, NR two thousand three. Uh, I, I was gonna say, what did you get iRacing? No, 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 not on iRacing. Not yet. Maybe I don't know. But um, NR2003 and all that stuff. And, like, that's the closest the Cup Series will ever get to North Wilkesboro. So download it on NR2003, and uh, you can have the Cup Series cars from 2021 race on there and say, hey, the Cup right. Series is back. We got to get these last couple Super Chats done, though. Um, Nicholas Gray, thank you for the $2. Says, get your Bristol dirt from Speedway Charity. Yes, that's a reminder. You can actually get Bristol dirt. Um Dirt. I, I can I can probably just get some for free because I think I saw it like the bottom. It's pretty much like all dirt scattered on the walkway area. <laughs> uh, Bait Snake, thank you for the five dollars. Says Myrtle Beach Speedway is dead. Uh, well, oh, the yeah. grandstands yeah. are. Didn't the uh, track not get torn down yet? Yeah, the track's not torn down though. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think it I think got COVID stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Bless you, Danny. Leave us allergic, to, allergic to bad business decisions. <laughs> no, I'm allergic to my cat who's trying to bite me because he wants attention. Hey, oh, Shugs. 
Uh, Levi Shones, thank you for the 199 super chat. Great stuff as always. Well, thank you. And uh, if you leave any more super chats for the end of the show, we'll read them at the end of it after picks. So it's a long show. Good goodness gracious. We well, haven't we have even gotten to thank our second sponsor yet. Is now a good oh. time to do that? I think so, Eric. I think it is. Forney Industries, F-O-R-N-E-Y. That's Forney Industries. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines and accessories, everything you need for any large metalworking project. Great for do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers. Forney has everything you need for your next massive project. So head on, head on over to Forney, I-N-D. That's Forney, I-N-D, the letters short for industry.com or or check them out at an authorized forney dealer near you proud supporters of the out of the group podcast network and the nascar weekly podcast thank you thank you our folks over at forney i need to find my forney hat in my closet i need to get should have gotten it out i I need to go to forney and see if they have any like good stuff for working on my boat and stuff is there any forney stores out here in vegas by any chance you can probably find that out online (laughs) Yeah, uh, at their website. <laughs> Head to uh, fornyind.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we do got one more one more story uh, before we go to picks. So, Pocono looks like they're going to be hosting 50% capacity this summer. Uh, what can we expect moving forward? Well, Pocono put a statement out. They said, following today's announcement by Governor Tom Wolf, Pennsylvania outdoor events will be operating at 50% capacity starting April 4th of 2021. This is incredible news for our beloved race fans, and we cannot wait to see fans back at the Tricky Triangle this summer. The health and safety of our guests is will remain a top priority. We will work with the Wolf Administration, health officials, and NASCAR to ensure Oof. the necessary recommendations and protocols are met prior to our June 25th through 27th race weekend. So I, I got to ask, like, I mean, moving forward, what what do you guys expect when it comes to these reopenings? Because I think this is like a huge step forward. Well, yeah, this is a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. To 50%, that's all I was going to say. Oh, okay, sorry about that. Uh, but no, nah, um, uh, you know, this is definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, obviously, Texas is reopening and stuff. So when we go to Coda, you're obviously going to see a lot of fans there. And obviously, Pocono, the state of Pennsylvania, moving in uh, the right direction as well. Well, I mean... if depends on how you want to view it and stuff but you know we keep getting you know the uh the um the number of uh, vaccines out there um keeps going up so i feel like it's uh, perfectly safe for some of these places to you know at least try and open up you know to some extent you know um you may not agree fully with like texas you know opening up all the way and stuff but i'm interested to see how that works out you know long term i think i think they'll be all right you know with um you know, as long as we uh, keep getting uh, the vaccines out and stuff. But as far as Pocono is concerned, um, you know, um, I've said some things about the track and stuff, you know, in the past before. But, like, you know, this is uh, definitely a positive uh, thing for them, you know, uh, going for them moving forward. We, and uh, We, uh, you know, us we, here, we, we've had Pocono in our chat a few times this year. We've, yeah, uh, we were on the, we, their we, podcast. We, we, we went yeah. on their podcast. We're actually. Uh, they love us. We're actually, you know, we got we we know a few people over there at Pocono, so we uh we personally like to maybe be able to even go check out the races this year if we can. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up too, and yeah, like like they were talking about maybe perhaps doing something with us media wise. You never know, so man, we'll see. But uh, you know, I I I could see us going to Pocono either this year or next year. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I gotta visit it sometime. Yeah, I'm no public health. None of us are any sort of public health experts, so it's hard to say what number is the right number or anything like that. I don't know. 
me personally, I'm going to a dirt track this weekend and I'm pretty sure it's going to be hundred percent capacity. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yep. you know, I, yeah. I, we're going for it, going, going all in, but it's, uh, I, I think Bristol's like probably the first one where, uh, where it hadn't been like crowded. Yeah, yeah. I, but Pocono, the thing that makes me excited is this is now, you know, last year they were trying that doubleheader weekend, something new and, and different that was, you know, supposed to really favor the fans in attendance. And then they didn't get to run either race last year with any sort of fans in the stands. And that was a real bummer, real disappointment. So at least <laughs> yeah. this year, it sounds like they're going to have pretty close to probably the capacity they would have gotten for those double. Let's not kid ourselves. I don't think Pocono, it sounds like they had great ticket sales last year up until COVID, but uh, I don't think they were going to sell out. 70,000 seats for both Saturday and Sunday necessarily, but I think they'll yeah. get close. So they're going to end up getting at least 30 to 40,000 people probably in the stands or including camp out campgrounds and stuff. They're going to have a real crowd for the double header this weekend. And even if we're not able to get there for it this year, like I'm just excited to see how fans enjoy and how TV, you know, encapsulates that double header weekend. Cause you know, now it's the new thing this year. It didn't work out last year because of COVID, but now it, it, it will hopefully. So yeah weird thing happened it actually muted me for a moment so i don't know where my audio <laughs> was supposed to be at so uh just chat let let me know if uh if i'm too loud right now i just put it all the way back up where it was before um so hopefully it's not too oh, loud you, one of y'all dropped this in the chat was the drop oh my stupid god AI dude it's crazy what that, that is crazy uh, no look in the uh, podcast chat. oh looking no like, looking like the dude from lazy I'm, town I'm, I'm, the bad guy. I'm gonna go on the computer to actually hear what the audio is well, yeah, just make sure it don't play over. No, um, no I'm, I'm on my computer, so you guys can hear it. Okay. If Texas has 0% capacity, is there a difference? Gosh dang it, Groovy Goose. <laughs> <laughs> Groovy Goose. How dare sorry. you? <laughs> How dare man, you? Man, the, the guy who did this, Nick, man, he's an underrated follow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I think, uh, I think we got one more thing tonight, and that is Ooh. our preview for Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. What the stream just broke? What was? <laughs> I remember that. That was funny as hell, man. Those are the good old days. The good old days when Gosh. I was first starting out. So I'm gonna. I actually added a little bit of stuff this week for previews, just so everyone, whether they're going to the race or if they're watching on TV, can be in the loop of everything going on around it. So channels for this week: Fox, main Fox for Cup. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying here, man. Wash it down. <laughs> wash it down. down. Wash it down. It's so it, gross. It, 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 it didn't say right Patrick's Day. I need to wash it down is, with a beer. Is this, is, this fi- is this finally where you need to step away, Jared? No, no. <laughs> no, not, not, not yet. Not yet. Um, Fox Sports 1 will be where, where uh, you can watch the Xfinity and Truck Race. Both are on Saturday, by the way. Cup Race on Sunday. So... You can also listen to them. PRN for the Xfinity and Cup races. MRN for the truck race. That's uh, confusing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, Saturday. It's the same thing for Vegas. It's weird. Well, the truck series always has MRN, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think it's right. a contract. Same same with the, how they always have Fox. Um, so, the... Uh, oh, no, there goes Danny. Uh, <laughs> again. Again. Um, so, when it comes to what time these races are at... On Saturday, it's a doubleheader with the Xfinity and Truck Series. 2.30 start time, Eastern time for the Truck Race. 5 p.m. Eastern time for the Xfinity Race. And the Cup Race starting on Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. uh, A half hour earlier than the last three or four. uh, So be sure to watch then. When it comes to our weather this weekend, according to literally what I just looked up on AccuWeather. So if I'm wrong, it's AccuWeather's fault, not mine. Um... Saturday is supposed to be a high of 52 degrees, mostly sunny, 
10% chance of rain. Sunday. Sunday. 62. Completely sunny. 1% chance of rain. So if it rains, go after AccuWeather, not me. Um, Now, I want to add this part just for people who are going to the race. Uh, In case you're wondering, COVID info with it. Uh, 10% of Georgians have been fully vaccinated with another 16.1% having at least one dose. So if you're worried about that, there you go. Uh, hospitalizations right now, damn, that's weird. Uh, hospitalizations right now are the lowest they have been since June of last year at that low. There's 35% capacity for this race, which means 16,000 fans will be allowed to attend each race this weekend. Atlanta Motor Speedway will be... Yeah, I was about to The best part. Yep, the best part. We'll get to that. Yep. Atlanta Motor Speedway for the garage will have COVID sniffing dogs at the entrance <laughs> for the whole race weekend. You mean to tell me I let someone jab a cotton swab up my nose when they could have let Fido just sniff me for a minute? <laughs> yeah. Fido. Fido. Uh, that's a joke. That's a joke, by the way. I love it. Poked in the face, or you get to pet a cute dog. I mean, you know, they don't let you pet the dog, but you can pretend you're petting the dog. Yeah, <laughs> just, that's, that's... just doggy smell me. Is it there? Yeah, is it there? And then if it's there, they bite you immediately. <laughs> they just kill you. The, 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 dog just, the dog just freaks out. You gotta go. Ah! <laughs> just go crazy. Yeah, it's probably a German Shepherd. So Fido is probably and, and, just uh, like. And uh, if you have dog allergies. I don't think the COVID sniffing dog in the garage is going to be a bother to you. Just saying. Yeah. Is it, is it? Are they sniffing fans or are they just sniffing personnel? Just in the Any, garage. Just in the garage. Anyone that goes fans the allowed in the garage? I don't no. think so. No. Yeah. So I don't even know. I don't even know. You know, I love at the airport where you're going through security and they have a dog walking up and down. Like I, I love that stuff. I'm like, oh, look at the dog. Gives you something to in, to appreciate while you're waiting in that boring line. He's trying to tear your head off, bro. If you're out of line. <laughs> you know, sometimes he sniffs my suitcase a little longer than than you, I feel. Then that makes me comfortable. But you know, <laughs> someone planted something on you. Yeah, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We have yeah. picks. We have we have our race picks and. Uh, Here's the points. What's the point system? Or no, what's the point uh, system? Why I keep saying point system? You can know. skip that if you want. Nah, Eric. Oh, what, what is <laughs> He's drinking on stream. The, the chat's leading. They took the no, what? Even with the even chat. With the, wait, they, even they, 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 y'all picked the page one yeah. weekend and y'all are still beating uh, us. I they don't took a week why. off. The chat's leading and. Uh, God damn it. Uh, not, by mu- not, not by much. It, it's manageable. They're, to come they're back. still leading. Drink. We got to put an end to that, boys. You know what that means. Vote Kevin oh. the page. <laughs> Actually, I'm... He'll get it this week. It's St. Patty's Day. What oh. do you expect me oh. to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the chat's picking a page already. I see it. What? I see it. Yeah, wow. they're picking the German Shepherd dog. Oh, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. But what's I the rest s- of the standings look like? I, I swear what I just did is probably not FDA regulated. Um, <laughs> or uh, what, what's the other one? Um, uh, Terms of service? Or no, what? no. The, the one DARE that, program. The one that... No, no. No, <laughs> no, no not that one. No, um, it's like the, the one that uh, watches over what like movies and, uh, and TV shows oh, do. Ocean F- Picture FCC? Yeah, no, that's not, that not, not FCC approved probably yeah. to drink on a live show with children watching. Yeah. Um, YouTube, just, don't come just after some me. Sparkling water. That's not bad. Hey, yeah, hey, but in a Guinness bottle. Hey, to be fair, kids watch NASCAR is literally their sponsor. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are. Yeah, so you're <laughs> Lord, Lord help them if they try to buy a 164 scale diecast car with Bush beer on it. Oh, I want some Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> sad thing is, all they gotta do is change their 
age and the Xbox, and they can drive beer cars. <laughs> yeah, it's so What's true. It? Wait, they lock kids on Na- like on NASCAR. Yeah. Yep. They lock you out from driving certain. You can't. Schemes? You yeah. cannot drive yep. the Miller Lite scheme. I what? know, bro. It's crazy. That all that for a rated E rating? Just go E10 and up, man, and let them drive the. Oh nope, no, nope, they're car. like rated E for bro, everyone. What the heck? <laughs> world is so backwards. So backwards. Uh, anyway, the chat is leading. Y'all got 77 points. Uh, I am in second, minus three. Danny is minus five in third. Darian is minus nine in fourth. The guest, Woo! the guest pick, is minus. 10 in 5th, and then Eric, you're the caboose, you're minus 14 in last. <laughs> hey, hey, I gained on the leader. I think I was minus like 19. You're double digits you were minus, behind, though. Yeah, you were minus 19 last time. I've, I've gained on the leader. That's that, hey, that's a win. That's a net positive. It's early in the season. And also, fun fact, I predicted three winners this year, so. Two. Or no, two, two, <laughs> two winners. So I keep picking Chase multiple. Elliott, so I gotta, I gotta drop that, that line. Yeah, change it up. Yeah, so here we go. We're doing picks again. Who are we starting with? How about this? I'll read off. I put it in one of the chats we have with a bunch of us for uh, when we go to races together, asking who their picks were. I'm going to see what their consensus has been. Um, their pick for the truck race. You ready for this? Go ahead. John Hunter Nemechek. Are any cup guys racing in the truck race? Yes. Just, Which just take a wild guess. Uh, Kyle, just, yeah. Hey, you know what? You <laughs> yeah. know what? So, you know what? I picked John Hunter, Hunter Nemechek over um, KFB for the Vegas race. That worked out. This time, I'll go the exact opposite. Kyle Busch, of course, for trucks. He'll win that one. I'm also agreeing Kyle Busch. That's my pick. So we got one for Nemechek, two for Kyle Busch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really want to go against it. I really want to take a big gamble here. I hey, can't. Kyle, Kyle Busch did not win last week. I, I think this is the first time we've been. Uh, by the way, I'll have, have to have one of you guys looking at the chat because mine is so far behind. Um, uh, I'm, I'm seeing a ton of Kyle Busch in here. Yeah, which is which is also my pick too. <laughs> All right, I'm going caution the win. This is my chance to make up ground. We're going Sheldon Creed. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Okay. Here's my pick. And, 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 and you're how many points behind? Fourteen. About to be, about to be zero. About to be, <laughs> I'm about to be positive points behind. Well, one. Well, I explained this before the show. Uh, for those listening and watching, uh, the points go. So for the Xfinity and truck, it just go like the picks points go in order of how your pick finishes, and then if it's the same as someone else, it ties, and then you just so like if a person gets first, they'll have six points. Then second, if they're tied, they both get five, and then it doesn't go to four; it goes to three because you've been behind technically three people. So it goes <laughs> six, five, four, three, two, one. They started writing KFC instead of KFC. <laughs> <laughs> That's their pick. That's their pick. Put it down. KFC! Turn off. Turn off. Uh, <laughs> no, they got they can't be. So yeah, six, five, four, three, two, one is the points you get uh for the two lower series. It's then ten, eight, six, four, two, one for the cup. And then you get bonus points if you pick the right winner, plus one for the truck winner, plus three for Xfinity, plus five for cup if you sweep the weekend you get another 10 points so the most points you can get is 38 so going wow we're all wow. in we're all and yeah. i'm only 14 points back we're making all that up in one round that's how <laughs> we're doing it here <laughs> you could literally lead us by like 20 some points after this. <laughs> all right I'm, I'm laughing i shouldn't be xfinity <laughs> point uh wins i said points mm. wins uh who you got for the xfinity series let's look at the chat here um they're picking between gregson and hemrick 
Yeah, um, I see a lot of I see a lot of Hemrix right well, now. Well, in in, um, in the chat, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about oh. like this thing. Oh, oh. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna find the chat still on the truck over here. Let's give yeah. them. Let, so let's give the guest pick Hemrick on this one because yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to see if there's any cup guys in the field. Ooh, oh, there are. There are. Well, there is. There are. There's more than one. There's one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm dying laughing. So my cat shugs. I, once we, he comes over here, I'll try to get me to pet him, and he just takes off running. And I look <laughs> over. I look over on the other side of the table. There's some headphones dangling, and he's sitting there playing with them. <laughs> get him on the podcast. <laughs> I think he's been on before. Get him on again. Get him on again. No, 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 no I don't think. I don't think. I don't know if Shugs has ever been on. I think he's just kind of been like after hours. I just. Yeah. I just. <laughs> saw I, pick. He could be the guest I, pick. If, if I can get him, he's kind of. I, right. I just saw Nick Man's tweet, and Darian looks like the damn Joker on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, like the yeah, like the chin, the and, like the mouth. Shugs. Hey, shugs. Well, what a fat cat that is. <laughs> why? Why he? But, can... but he's happy. Yeah, he's a happy one though. He so. wants All to right. play with those headphones again. The yeah. the guest the guest picked though they picked Hemrick. Uh, so Big Darian. Mistake. So the, the 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 order now also is Darian, Danny, Eric, me. Uh, so All Darian. Right. Who we got Harrison, first, Harrison Burton, currently uh, um, fifth in the standings if we didn't have the playoffs. So he has been consistent. He's had some bad luck sometimes, but I think he'll get it turned around. Harrison Burton, he'll win. Okay. Danny. Who's next? Uh, sorry. Oh, Shugs. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped out of your arms. Ow, and then he bit me. <laughs> uh, AJ Allmendinger. I'm picking AJ Allmendinger. Allmendinger. Awesome. He won, he won Atlanta last time they raced there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he, yeah. Won, he won Atlanta last year, and he won Las Vegas, so Almendinger's up there. Mm, that's a good pick, but there was one man in the field this week that wasn't in the field then, I don't think. Martin Truex Jr. wins mm. the Xfinity race at where Atlanta. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's exactly what I got. MTJ, he's, he's going to win, I think, in my opinion. So he's going to be my pick for this weekend's race. Uh, who we got in the chat? The chat looks a lot. I mean, I have now uh, the chat finally up. I see a lot of AJ. And yeah, see, AJ. Rex, yeah, yeah. It's it's between those two. AJ. AJ. I don't know who. MTJ. Josh Berry. AJ. Uh, yeah, I AJ. forgot. I forgot. Uh, I forgot Truex is in this one. Yeah. Oh, well. No, AJ. Like it. it it's they're like, picking AJ. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably Dinger. All right, you got the Dinger. All right. Um. We're not going to give the cup suck and dark horse to the guest pick just because that yeah. cares. This is for fun. Yeah. Uh, so who is going to suck in the cup race this weekend? Mm. Uh, I'll go first on this. Just kind of, I've already done my research on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy had a – there are only three races here, but his average finish is 22.67. Last time he finished 33rd. Uh, although he's won this year, William Byron is going to suck. Mm. I'll go second with this. Um, and yeah, I was also going to go with Willie B. And um, just like Danny, like I had um, did some research earlier too. And like, I don't know, it was either between Willie B. or Austin Dillon for Atlanta. But I'm going to go with uh, William Byron. He's going to suck. Okay. I'm going to base my research just on who's run well to start this season. And, you know, earlier you said, Jared, oh, these guys had great, like great turnaround days, finished mm-hmm. like 12th and 14th. And I'm like, that's, a ter- that's terrible. <laughs> that's Eric Almarola continues to struggle. He finishes outside the top 15. I still always, whenever we talk about Almarola like that, when 
You're like, a few years, there was like on one of the podcasts where you're like, a few years ago, Eric Amarola was the fourth <laughs> best driver at SHR. Now he's the second. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, terrible. Um, my pick, I'm going to pick the other driver that we talked about at that point, Matt Benedetto. Yikes, man. <laughs> I, I, if he, if, if he doesn't turn it around this year, I feel like this is kind of like the beginning of the you, end. You know what I find funny? People will say Ryan Blaney's overrated, but they will praise Matty D all the time. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, now who's the chat got here for suck? It's kind of all over the place, man. It's all over the place, man. You got to just pick one. <laughs> like, now, yeah. now, remember, if we if we pick one of these for the chat, that cannot be their win pick. So we have to be mm. careful. That's right. Oh, okay. That's right. Mm, I see Amarola. I see I Amarola. I keep saying Kyle Busch. I'm like, yeah, I keep saying Kyle Busch too. Oh well, he hasn't had the best start to the year. No, it hasn't. By his good. standards, at least by his standards, it's been terrible. I see Matt Benedetto and Kyle Busch. Cody Ware. Yeah, yeah I've seen a lot of those That's, too as well. I'm seeing a lot of Amarola. Actually, now I'm seeing a lot of Cody Ware. Let's just give him Anthony. Cody Ware. Yeah, yeah Cody Ware. I'm seeing Cody. So. We'll get, we'll Sorry, give, Cody. We'll give him a layup. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't get bent out of shape over that one. Um, the dark horse pick for the cup race this weekend. Who we got? Uh, who's starting off this one? Go ahead, uh, dude. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, he's actually done a lot more fair here than I thought he did, uh, especially considering he switched cars last year. But uh, an average finish of 17.75. Stenhouse is a great pick for underdog for this track. You know, currently this guy is 23rd in the NASCAR Cup Series standings at the moment. A bit of a ways off from the main cut line battle. Um, but, you know, currently uh, finished 10th at, at Las Vegas. And then last week in Phoenix ran tremendously well in that 43 car. Eric Jones, that Jones boy, that is my underdog pick. Not too bad, not too bad. I want to give JTG Doherty some props. Both of their drivers are currently mm-hmm. in the top 16. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And they've been they've just been fairly competitive. Priest already has a couple top 10s, and uh, Stenhouse, I think, has, come, has not finished worse than 18th this season. So I'll go with Ricky Stenhouse as well. I, I like Danny's pick for a dark horse. So I like that both of you brought up Stenhouse. He is my pick as well. But I'll give some e- even more reasoning of why Atlanta fits perfectly right now into what he's been doing. So you said he has not finished lower than 18th uh, this season. And and Danny, you were saying his average finish is 17.5. Well, I went back and I looked at the last five Atlanta races. These are his finishes. Remember, he has finished no lower than 18th yeah, in, in this season. It's, it's this, better. Yeah. 2020, 13th. 2019, 18th. 2018, 16th. 2017, 13th. 2016, 10th. He's the consistent. Only, the only reason it's so low that he's weighed down by a 36 in 2015. In fact, it, actually, his rookie year in 2013, he got the pole for this race. Oh, and, yeah. And actually, actually, what's impressive, granted, qualifying don't matter no more. So, we, like, last year, throw the big wrench in it because it was all random. But his uh, his previous few starts for Atlanta was second, sixth, fourth, fifth, eh, 2015, 2014 were bad, and then pole award in 2013. He can qualify oh. well. Yeah, too bad it doesn't matter now, but hopefully he can get it done in the race. So who we uh, who who we got in the chat for their dark horse pick? I see Ryan Priest. I see Bubba, uh, Christopher Bell. I'm glad uh, somebody one... mentioned Cindric racing this hey, week. That's yeah, a, that's right. Cindric is a racing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was racing. Mm-hmm. And it's the 33 car, correct? Yes, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. My God. 
So we have manners on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Is Bell really an underdog pick? Oh, not to me. He's to me, to me no. Yeah, he's not an underdog pick. Bell isn't an underdog pick. Unless, they're, they're, unless he's, he's their win this season. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of bells. I mean, I'm a lot yeah. of bells. I think a lot of bells. Bell. Wow. Well, give him, I, give him, give him, him bell. bell. You can't. That's not they your race win pick, yeah, though. They can't, they can't pick him then. Uh-huh. All right, Bell. I guess he's an underdog. I, I didn't so, know this. So, Darian, what's what's the next section? <laughs> Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? Atlanta. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win it? Who's gonna win at Atlanta? Go ahead, Danny. So well, I'm hold on. Not... Wait, what? We, oh. uh, for this one, just I'll, I'll read the guest one. They picked Chase Elliott. Okay. okay. Yeah, Chase Elliott. Okay. Uh, that's boring. I'm not going to go with that. Honestly, he hasn't done that great Screwed here. me like three times this year. Uh, but <laughs> who I am going to go with, uh, he has three wins here. A lot of them more in the recent years now, though. A lot of his best finishes have come in the recent years. However, it's kind of sad here. He, he, he won... He won very early, but after that, he was weighed down by finishes in the 20s to the 40s from 2002 until, like, 2007. So it was a horrible track for him after he won his first race, but now it's one of his favorites. Kevin Harvick will win this weekend. We are going to have a six-different winner in the first six races, but um, over the next few weeks, we might go back to that trend where, you know, the usual suspects are back to winning. We might have that different streak of winners, but they're going to be the top, top guys. And without a doubt, the best driver in NASCAR at the moment to me is none other than Denny Hamlin. In the actual standings, um, just the straight-up standings, he's actually nearly a full race ahead of Brad Keselowski. So, He's been consistent all season, just needs to put it all together in 2021 and get that first win. Might come this weekend. So Hamlin will win at Atlanta. Yeah, I'm 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 feeling good about Hamlin. I think Hamlin and Harvick have to be the two front runners, but neither driver is yet to is yet to show their 2020 speed so far in 2021. But certainly if I was gonna pick between those two, Hamlin's been the much more consistent. So with that being said, I'm going Kyle Larson, baby. <laughs> Second win. <laughs> Ride or die. I just love how you switched that up. That was great. They had a good first half. I'm not going to lie. I was actually going to pick Hamlin until about eight seconds ago. Yeah, I know. I was going to pick it up. I'm playing to win, boys. Not playing to tie. And you're how far behind? 14. About to be zero. (laughs) All right. Sweep. Creed. Truex. Larson. Easy money. We're bringing up old memes tonight, and I'm going to bring up the oldest meme that this podcast has, and it is me picking Kevin Harvick. I have never, (laughs) there has never been an Atlanta Cup race since this podcast has started that I have not picked Kevin Harvick for, and I ain't ending that now. And so I want to read a few things to you. Ever since they have went down from 900 horsepower, Kevin Harvick's finishes in Atlanta are as followed. In 2015, he was second. 2016, he was sixth. And, he, and before the last caution, he was running, I believe, second. Uh, 2017, off year, ninth. Uh, 2018, won it. 2019, fourth. Last year, won it. Kevin Harvick getting another win this weekend. I'm gonna, If the chat doesn't pick Harvick, I'll get ahead of him. <laughs> I just, just got to say, it's so amazing how horrible he did after his first season. His first oh, yeah. season, he, he won You know, the first one. He finished third in that. 2002, both races blew his engine and then finished 39th and 40th. 
Yeah, terrible. 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 So who's the chat got here? I see a lot Probably of Harvick. Harvick after right. you. It's, you just convinced them to it's, pick it's, Harvick, it's, basically. It's, it's been nothing but Harvick for the last Yeah, yeah like Harvick. Jared. Every now and again, a Brad or a Larson comes in, but it's all Harvick. Nah, Jared just basically swayed the entire chat. Like, no, nah, Harvick, Harvick, basically. So, so there, got the picks down. Here we go. Nice. Locked in. All right. Oh, we got that down. One more thing before we, uh, we get this baby out of here. Uh, let's read those final super chats. How about that? How about that? Yeah. All right. I got all of them here that I need. Let's see. Le Levi's great stuff, as always, was the last one we had. Or, yeah. So, Groovy Goose. I saw, Eric, you talked about this one earlier. Uh, myself. Texas has 0% capacity. Is there a difference? <laughs> hey, that's my, my reaction exactly. That's, that's so mean. Yeah. Beef burritos. <laughs> Beef burritos, thank you for the $4.99. Funny thing about Texas Motor Speedway is they can't even fill 50% capacity. They've been practicing social distancing there for a while. Hey, you know what was funny was when I was there in uh, October, whatever the last race was last year, yeah. know, they said it was like 20% capacity, so there's maybe like 25,000 people in there. It, it looked about as full as some of the more recent Texas Motor Yeah, <laughs> no, they are inflating those Not numbers. Not quite, but it was, I'm like, oh, they were probably hitting 30, 40. They might be inflating those numbers a little bit. Oh, well, we had 20%. No, y'all had 2% capacity. <laughs> and then last Super Chat of the Night, unless somebody leaves one in. I'm surprised no one did a, uh, a spin the UFO. That really surprised me, to be completely real with you. Um, Come on, guys. I expect better of you. Spin See, the rubber ball. The man just wants you to spin his UFO, guys. Yeah. Come on. Just touch his UFO. Just touch Let him it, touch man. the touch UFO. Anyway. Touch. anyway, See Grant, uh, Melody, uh, thank you for the four ninety nine. says, all I want is KFB sweet revenge on Adam Stevens. Um, best no, of Adam luck. Stevens has the upper hand. At the right moment. now, it's 1-0 Stevens. <laughs> yeah, Stevens. Oh, yeah. Best of luck. Going off. Godspeed, soldier. Godspeed, yes. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's it for super chats. Unless somebody, like I said, unless someone leaves a a random one last minute. Um, whose channel are we gonna be on next week, and what day are we gonna be on yeah. the channel? My channel, correct? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> schedule pulled up. Yeah, yeah, baby. And we'll be on Thursday night, I believe, because while I haven't seen like any marketing for it at all, I'm like 90% sure the iRacing Pro Invitational is returning Wednesday night, mm. basically right during our time slot. So we're pushing it back to Thursday because everyone's going to want to see the Bristol Dirt iRacing event. Could be going to be terrible going to be almost I'm, a lot. That's, that's why they're not marketing it. That's why they're not marketing it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm I do kind of want to tune into it, so I'm kind of okay with yeah, us. Yeah, I'm back. interested. I'm interested. Yes. Oh, we got it. We got Spin it. it. Yeah. Spin it. Spin it. Spin it. Yeah. for the win. One dollar ninety nine says, "Spin it." The speed you need. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be on my channel, and uh, we have a pretty uh, topical and interesting guest. We're hoping to secure, but I'm not gonna make any promises. Ah, we're not sure. Things you know, oh, yeah. are busy. Things people are, mm. are difficult to pin down these days, but we have high yeah. hopes. So. Uh, stay tuned. Keep an eye on your uh, Twitter feeds, your YouTube community tabs over the course of the week because we might be dropping some huge news on you guys. Either way, we'll definitely have fun. We'll get to talk about that sloppy. I know it's going to be a sloppy uh, iRacing event, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll talk about everything from Atlanta this weekend and preview the infamous uh, – it's not infamous yet. It hasn't happened yet, but the historic Bristol Dirt event. It'll be infamous. The yeah, infamous. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more likely to be more um, more likely to be infamous than historic at this point. I think. Why can't we just be both? 
Yeah, it could be both. Yeah, it could be both. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, watch, watch this one be like the next Craven Bush 2003 Darlington. It's I just know, an amazing and race. Like, and be hey, like, Eldora, oh my god, <laughs> Eldora had some great truck finishes. What was it a couple of years ago? It was like Briscoe versus I don't know one of the Thor Sport guys. They were like door to door for like three straight laps. And Briscoe versus Crafton because Crafton won the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, someone. Lick that like button one last time. Let me see where we're at right now. Uh, we are at like 314. Button. Let's see if we can get 400 by the time the outro rolls. Uh, so, yes, we'll be on Eric's channel next Thursday, uh, March 25th, mm-hmm. uh, same time as usual, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Uh, and um, one last thing. I want to say this. I don't know if she's watching right now, but happy birthday tomorrow to my mother. Uh, I hope ah! you have a really happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Mrs. Lumberg. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday man. She's uh, she's out in New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. And oh, what's she damn. doing down there? Mm-hmm. Oh, she getting the. Uh, oh, it's her birthday. At, uh, it's Mardi Gras, right? No. No, they got canceled. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> She's enjoying some uh, some good Cajun food. Oh yeah. yeah. Get she's, some beignets. She's super excited to, to to be there right now. So happy birthday if you're happy watching. Birthday. Uh, hi. Hope you're having a good time. Uh, and I, I guess, uh, I guess that's all. I mean, I got, that's I got this it. Thing. I got this thing. Yeah, you do your thing, man. That's the yeah. cue for us to leave. I still, this thing's like still half full. I've been taking baby sips the whole time. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Like you it. don't like it, yeah. Like, like well, it. I, I, energy drinks aren't for me, man. Well, well Roddy don't taste good. <laughs> maybe it's it. Maybe it's me. I don't know. It's not you. It's me. Can, can, can I, can I do this thing now? <laughs> Go ahead, man. All right, let's do it. Outro starting to play now. All right. Till next time. It didn't blow out the mic until the very end. Woohoo! Goodbye, Yay! everybody. Have Goodbye. a good night. Have a good night.
Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.